Did you see the Batman trailer, nigga? I don't. You know I didn't. You know I died. <laughs> don't do it. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> we are not doing that. And Batman is like my favorite. Uh, so I don't want to win it. I do not well, want to win it. I own Negro's money. Damn. No, you on your clubhouse and shit. Y'all are like, where are you? Look, nigga, we still on time in here. Yeah, right, this yeah. not CP time. I see Jamel trained y'all. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. I am independent. <laughs> Yo, Lee, man. I had I'm to text like... you. When was the last time we texted? It is 8.34. This is me on time. I don't know. We haven't texted since November of 2019. Look, I am trying to make money. I'm, I'm tired of waiting for you Negroes, especially you, Devin, to come pay my bills. I love so. you. Oh, she Devin, just... you look so adorable. I've missed you. Oh, I miss you, too. I'm going to go watch the trailer now so I can throw up officially and know why. And then uh, please tell Juwan what you thought. Don't tell me shit. Where you're... <laughs> Don't tell How me shit. How about this? I'll do a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Don't even do that. Don't tell me shit. I don't want to yeah. watch this. Tell tell him who the villain is. Don't which is not, it's not even in the, which is not even in the trailer, by the way. I don't want to like in the trailer. It's just to be an asshole. Yeah, you get cussed out. So I got everything pulled up. Y'all niggas ready? I yes, I, I hope so. A thousand percent, nigga. I am ready. <laughs> Love rookie, she give him all her cookies, but cookies on me pussy. This girl is kind of loosey. Dudes take her off the shelf and they put her on credit. 30 days later, they return it and regret it. Used like a dish rag, dumped with a hashtag. I blame it on the pussy. That shit must be bad. Broken pussy. Broken pussy. Maybe it's dry as hell. Maybe it really smells. Broken pussy. Maybe it's really rough. Maybe it's had enough. Broken pussy. Nobody wants you because you got a broken pussy. Nobody Welcome to Edit That Out, where we always pussy, leave it pussy. in. I'm your host, Devin, and with me, as always, well, I should not say that, with me all the time is my nigga, my ride or die, my homie, Juwan. What's up, homie? What up, man? Chilling. Uh, we are not blessed with the third member of this podcast who shall remain dead to us <laughs> in perpetuity. That's right. Perpetuity. That's a word. I used that correctly, Juwan? Yes, you did. Right, right. So we had to fill in with a wonderful, perfect black woman, a black queen, Moji with the dance moves. How are you doing, boo? <laughs> <laughs> I am doing well. Jamel is not dead to us at all. Uh, um, speak for yourself. I spoke for the pod. Now for you, <laughs> she might not be dead to you. She's not dead to me. <laughs> but to Jawan and I, she is dead. If Jamel told you to come over tomorrow, you would be there tonight. First off, Jamel is dead to us. I stand <laughs> by that. So how are you doing, Boo? It's been a I long time since we potted together. I know Juwan is a ashy Negro, and he's been potting with you all the time. I can't get an invite, but you know, Devin, you're so busy, and like, did, right, right, right. We did Spartacus, and you just shut a nigga out. I see how it goes. I see, yeah, I see how it goes. Something after Spartacus. So, guys, if you ever wanna. Anyway, hello. My name is Moji. <laughs> right, right, right. With, with the dance moves. 
Um, yeah, if you want to hear Devin be, because I feel like you settled a bit. You were so fucking problematic when we recorded Spartacus, and I did not know how to handle you. You know, Juwan just... said that I said something bad on that show, and I don't remember what I said. <laughs> no, we we got we got letters. <laughs> 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 we got letters about, about what you said. I don't remember what I said. It, I'm but, sure it had to do with like assault. Yes. Abuse. It I had to be something. Like I don't. That. Wait, I, I, whose salt was it? Uh, I don't know. Matthew. Lucretia's? Was it Lucretia? Uh, Gannic- Probably Lucretia. I hope not. I'm all, I was against the the uh, Asher, it, Asher assault on her. It was more or less. The the framing of it. <laughs> well, we Moji and I, cause cause we know you, we know you for years, so we know you. You know how you how you meant it, but from the outside looking in, they didn't. Like, it sounded that? like you was cond- it sounded like you was condoning it. So. Oh, I would never. Mm. I love Lucretia. Yeah, I mean, also that is my favorite show besides Game of Thrones. So if you want to take a listen. Go wherever they find that emoji, please. Um, my podcast called TV Movie Mistress. Um, the last podcast I did with Juwan, or the last thing we podcasted was The Harder They Fall. Oh, right. Yeah. I hear good things. Niggas ain't so. loyal. You would think that he was, would stick to the, you know, the edited out brand, but, you know, he's out here <laughs> sewing his podcast oats, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Right. But thank you for having me. I am happy to podcast with you, Devin, again, even though right you on. have forgotten me. You're, you're out here pretending like it's me. I know. But, I'm still waiting you know. on those nudes. Okay. Well, I'll keep waiting. You never know. Right on. Right on. <laughs> oh, any OnlyFans uh, news or no? I mean, you would have to pay. That's why it'd be called an OnlyFans. I'm, hey, I'm a fan. I'm fan. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for having me on. So, Hi, what listeners. are we here for? Uh, the Batman trailer? No, we're not here for the Batman trailer. Or is it Robinson Pat Robert Pattinson Robert or Pattinson? Yeah, that guy. You don't the like one him? That doesn't bathe. I don't, does he not bathe? Is he one of those? He's, one, say, of he's those. one of those whites. Yeah, he's one of those whites. Like uh, even if he doesn't bathe, like he does a lot of shit that's equal to not bathing. And he did something. Never mind. I, I'm. I I almost spoiled something, Juwan, but I caught myself, nigga. I Thank caught you. myself. Wow. I caught myself. Look at impulse control coming and doing I was, it. I almost, <laughs> hey, hey, that that's gross. Good. We could be here for secession because I started watching that. Oh, shit. I'm, I got to get on that. Y'all going to make me. I love evil families. Like, did you see these, the, these did you see the nigga with the, the, the baseball game? Like, just, Man, uh, that was... Kid. That was that was that was the terrible. That was horrible. I cannot believe he did that little boy like that. that sh- oh, they beat up kids? No, one. mentally, yes. Final spoiler for the first episode of um, Secession, but their family is playing like um, a, a softball game, and one of the characters um, played by Kieran Culkin, he's like the major asshole of the family. So he gives it. So he he pulls like the um, the groundskeeper's kid. To the side and says, "Hey, if you kill a home run, I will give you a million dollars." And he said, "I'm not kidding." I, he wrote out a million dollar check and said, "If you kill a home run, I give you a million dollars." So the kid hits the ball and starts to go around the bases, but one of the other family members catches him, talking about bad, good, bad look, kid. And he tore, <laughs> and he tears the fucking check up in his face, 
and gives him a piece of it, like, well, here's a quarter of a million. <laughs> Aww, I can't say that shit's a good thing. But hey, that's the rules. No, he tore the check. He tore the check up in his face. Damn. That, I mean, that's fucked up. But the kid didn't make the home run. It was so unnecessary. He was a broke boy. He was just highlighting the fact that he was a broke boy. Like, mm-hmm. if I was rich and evil, man, I would do the worst thing. I would probably hunt people on my grounds and shit. I'd be, like, that <laughs> evil rich person. I'd be like, oh, let's go hunting today. <laughs> see, that's see, that's why God never made you rich. I know. That's I know. What, see, that's why I say if, if, if God didn't care about that type of stuff, I would be, like, the worst person in the ever. Because if I was skinny, I would be a terrible person. I'm not a, I'm, I'm a good, not good relative. I'm a great I person. I am not an evil person simply because I don't have the time for the follow through. <laughs> you got God humbles us. You're gonna be broke for a little while, and then you know we'll get there. We'll get there. I don't know what Juwan's uh downfall is because he is a bougie skinny n- So I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, but Juwan is also quiet and like sneak. Oh, so like he'll okay. be fine. All right, there we go. See. <laughs> mm-hmm. Juwan also, is Jamel, I just like to point out Jamel is dead to us. So let's 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 get into the podcast since we're here for season five, episode ten, the series finale, which Jamel is not here for. Everything gonna be okay. Uh, Moji, your thoughts on the season as a whole? Wait a minute. Se- hmm? Who is it written and directed by? Oh, directed by Princess Penny and Arbu Issa Rae. Directed by Princess Penny, written by Issa Rae. Excuse me. There we go. Moji, thoughts on the season as a whole and the finale? I thought this was a beautiful farewell season. I really enjoyed it. I thought like each episode was sort of like a love letter to the friendship, to the messiness. And they still kept the messiness. It's not like they came to season five and they were like, well, we're grown up now when we pay our taxes. It's like, no, you just get a little bit older. You get a little bit wiser. You hopefully work on yourself. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Like Yvonne Orji is Nigerian like me. So that gives me like all the hope in life. Um, Issa Rae created- I love a- Nigerian women. Uh, I mean, we love us too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Issa Rae, you know, created a wonderful show. Cause I still remember all the arguing over girls which i watched initially and i loved but then i live in new york i live in Brooklyn. you watch that on purpose huh i watched watched it on purpose yes okay right on but in in the girl's idea of brooklyn there were no black people which Mm. is not how brooklyn works so and there was also no black representation so thank god for Issa ray um i'm glad she made her coins um yeah no this was a great series finale see like i enjoyed it i enjoyed it like thoughts was, on lawrence winning Just thoughts on thoughts. lawrence winning i was telling you earlier no. that for me lawrence is the messiest motherfucker all right juan uh, thoughts on the episode <laughs> as a whole right on. okay so um no i no i i thought this season this um season ended perfectly i think it was the best conclusion to a series um, that they could have that they could have done. Um, I've had some predictions on how it probably could have end, how it probably could have ended, but I think ultimately they they ended where I thought they were what they were gonna do, uh, and tie and uh, tied up the storylines really really well. Um, 
I do know that like there were a lot of people that were kind of like down on the season, waiting for a lot of drama to happen. I don't think that's what she the point of what the season or what this particular season was. I think it was more so about getting letting these characters fully realize themselves and fully growing and coming into their own. And one of the central plot lines of what of this particular episode and this and the series the series was basically just a celebration of love between Issa and Molly. And I think um and I think that's what we got and like I said it could not have ended any perfect any um any more perfect than it than it did. Issa Rae should be congratulated in what in, in this creation. Uh and I'm excited for what she has what she's coming out with next. Hi Jamal. Well knock hey, me over with a feather. <laughs> I told you I'd come traitorous for the last five minutes because you're oh, not here. Jamel My Bell. Thoughts on the uh series finale? I thought it very well done, Issa. Well done. I had a really, really good time with it. Um they gave me pretty much everything that I really wanted. Um let me think. Especially like, Lawrence winning. I can't lie. I was very, very happy about Lawrence and um right on, right back on. together. You know, they didn't give Nathan like a toxic send-off. But um, they gave him a good send-off. Um, I'm surprised we didn't see Daniel. That was weird. But uh, maybe not, because he was kind of like a non-factor. Other than that, I'm really, really pleased to see Issa engaged. Molly is married, and apparently she has a good broken pussy. Did you catch that? <laughs> yep. Uh, we don't, we don't use that word. Yeah, they tied it up. Oh, they tied you're it up weird really about well. Oh, God. Yeah, they tied it up really well because the season started on her birthday. I mean, the series started on her birthday and it ended on her birthday. Oh shit! Because yeah, because Lawrence ruined her birthday in the in the very I don't, first episode. I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, but uh, remember I'm glad you. I'm, that's why they pay you the big bucks for tying things like that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Tiffany got pregnant again. Mm-hmm. See, Kelly, Kelly, great mom. I have no doubt about that. Um. Yeah, no, I'm just really pleased with this episode. Is there anything that you didn't enjoy about the episode? Honestly, um, I kind of, I'm kind of sad that it's over. I think that's my big. Right. That might be my big thing. Yeah. We have to move like, on now. Yeah, I will say, show. like every time there was a scene with Laura Issa, like I was holding my breath every Nigga! until they finally talk Man, your shit. Like, yeah, uh, Frida got a random haircut, but. But yeah, no, it was really good. I, I'm very, very excited. It was like um, living single for millennials, you know. Actually, I got some information about their free about Frida. Uh, so I, but I'll bring it up when we get to that little brief scene that she was in. Yeah, you're no longer dead to us. Thank you very I was about much to for ask joining us. Dead to <laughs> yeah, all right, y'all have good ones. Good to see right. you, Moji. You too, Jamal. All right, love you, girl. Bye. Love you. Bye. She's now dead to me again. <laughs> I cannot totally. stand you, Devin. I so, stand you. I'm glad that we got we got uh, the third member of the pod's opinion. Well, now, I'm glad it you is won't time. cry now anymore, so well, that makes me happy. No, I'm about to, because I loved this finale. It gave me everything that I needed. Lawrence is the king. He has always been treated, or he has not always been treated as such, and I'm glad that this black woman finally realized that she needed to treat herself 
to that which is Lawrence. I am over the moon happy for them as a couple. That made my night. I have not <laughs> stopped smiling since. They tried to set us up for the Okie Doke a couple of times. I'm like, they keep they bringing really this ash, this ashy ass folks nigga back. Nathan like that though. Like, why did folks hate Nathan? Other than have you not seen this nigga walk? Have you not seen this <laughs> nigga I, I walk? I was just talking about that on the last podcast, and I was like, yeah, I, I wasn't looking at him walk at all. But. Well, clearly that's why, because it is awful. I so, mean, are, the relationship wasn't going to last. They were they were trying really hard, but they weren't, like, being real with each he other. Always, he always knew that he was inferior to the, great, no, the greatness no. that, she, that is Lawrence. I didn't like that fight. He said that on the, in the show. He said that. Okay, like, like. He said okay. it, Moji. Come well, on, did he say it? He said something like that, I think. I don't think yeah. he said I'm inferior to Lauren. But, <laughs> That's know. what I heard. Okay. That's what I heard. You but we'll get into it. Fans. Don't worry. I took I took copious amounts of notes. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. Be, you're about to talk about Lawrence for the next two hours. I like, mean, no. should, should I not? He deserves this this send off. Right on. <laughs> I was I was in my Lawrence bag. I was in my Lawrence bag. I had to get it. All right. I'm so, shocked you don't have a Best Buy T-shirt behind you, nigga. <laughs> We'll oh yes we actually that's actually um a little tease so we'll get there too so right let's start off so we start off awkward right after this nigga ruined the comeback of Lawrence and we're in the drive home and Issa like let's talk this out Nathan can we go inside and talk about this I don't really have nothing to say Nathan for real come inside. Let's talk, please. I was wrong. This ain't good for me. I, I mean, this shit, this shit tonight was embarrassing. I know. And I, I've, I've been, you know, ignoring this feeling that I've had all along, but... I gotta take a step back. Like this, this messy shit is just toxic to me. Like, I'm good. And Nathaniel says he's known all along <laughs> that Lawrence is better than he is and that this relationship is toxic. That's and I, you know what I said? <laughs> Peace out! <laughs> <laughs> He Let's ain't say go. all of that, but that's he what I heard. Kind of go ahead, Mojo. I mean, what he is- was basically like, "I can't do this," because isn't he like a recovering everything? Is <laughs> um no, he's he's um bipolar. Okay, but other than that, he's pretty good. Okay, and that's that's fine. But yeah, like, I mean, he's like I respect him for realizing that he doesn't want to deal with this mess because he could have been straight up in love with Issa, married her. And then it'd be like Outlander. Like, mm-hmm. that would have been this. Lawrence would have been Jamie. Usher <laughs> was we, in bed. Who's Frank? <laughs> with Frank. Like, you don't want that. Um, watch so out. Who would Frank be in that? Who would, who would, who would Frank be in that scenario? Jo- um, Frank is Jawan's perfect white man. Yes. Frank is Frank is the best white man that is ever white. Because he did nothing wrong. And that fucking witch, Claire, wow. treated him... Treat, no, I love Claire, but okay. she treated him like shit. 
Yes, he did. For I think that whole season up until he died. And then once said that she he's the love of her life. And I was like, thank you. I don't gotta see him again. I was happy. Yo, uh 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 listeners, uh Moji covered the show Outlander, correct? Yes, we covered Outlander on TV movie Mistress, me and Moji. Right, right, right. I and I uh intend to watch it, but I joined a clubhouse. (laughs) For this, and I was not expecting for this nigga to be dead, and I'm, I'm defending Juwan. I'm like, the nigga died. Like, <laughs> out here <laughs> defending a dead character. But no. Yes, yes, Lawrence, your favorite. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, but he, uh, Juwan, you want to add on uh, Nathan saying he's inferior to Lawrence? No, uh, my thing about that was. I- I kind of love, I kind of liked it and hated it at the same time, for two, because re- for one. He had they had one little fight um over over this over on Lawrence telling her that he loved her and asked him was he happy and he and Nathan started the shit but so so now all of a sudden it's so toxic because they had so you know they had one little mess situation relationships are messy you know sometimes you know shit happens and but but I do like Moji said I'm glad for him for recognizing that it was toxic to him but I don't but it's just like. Forgive me, listeners. I understand that this man has a has a um that the character has a behavioral uh mental health issue. But nigga, you kind of soft, <laughs> you know. Is he soft though? Like because Lawrence is soft in his own way. So I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> um, this is the same man that his friend had to remind him he didn't fight for Issa, and then he was like, "Oh shit, I should go fight for Issa at this party <laughs> for our but- friends." But see, here's what, but see, he didn't have this same. He didn't have this same energy for Suge at the barbershop. He didn't have this same when he when he had with Lawrence, and he didn't have he uh he got over that. And I, again, I understand that he has a behavioral health a, beha- a mental health issue, and he and he recognizes that it's toxic for him to continue on. But I'm like, you didn't want to at least talk about it. Like a, you couldn't even talk to her about it like an adult and maybe kind of understand where they where it came from and at least try to work it out because we find out later on that he essentially ghosted Issa, Issa again. He did not that she had not heard from him until mm-hmm. that until her next birthday until her birthday when he showed when he just showed up out of the blue. So I'm like you kind of like he's a piece of shit. Not, he's not emotionally. I understand that he if he needs to take the time out. And I apologize for calling him soft, but if he does need to make to take the time out to do to take care of his own mental health, that's all good, bro. But still, but you don't. There's a way to do it the right way. Exactly. No, you this don't. is just not the relationship for him. Right. Like he did. And Lauren, you can have that conversation messy. if you're a fucking adult. No, you should. You should. But obviously, again, he's not mature enough, and it's like it, it has nothing to do with his mental health. That's just a feature. No, that's a it's a <laughs> yeah, bug, not a sucks. feature. Bug, not a feature. Huh? Yeah, the bug's not a feature. So, like, I don't think, even if he didn't have mental health issues, like, this would still be Nathan's reaction to the whole Issa thing. And him and Issa, I feel like all season, we're really trying. And then they made us believe, like, we just going to struggle through this love together. (laughs) Like, it's going to be hard like this. If you open up to someone and let them know that I... And he said, I love you. And... He he said it to her. He said it to the audience. I love you. You but you're gonna just say I can't do this anymore. I I can't do this anymore, and not even have an adult conversation about it. Just and can't even can't even walk her ass. Can't even walk her to the goddamn door. It's trash. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Immature. Mm-hmm. I agree. They just they weren't working. But I also like like you know it wasn't gonna work out. So I mean I feel like I initially thought it would work out, but it didn't. So bye, Nathan. And I, as much as I'm joking around, I am serious. Like when he said that in the car in the car to me, he totally said that I always knew that Lawrence was the real nigga. And like I'm not even being funny there. Like I think that was an admission that he always knew that Lawrence was the one for her. No, that's called some real insecurity shit he's been carrying around since day one of the relationship. Because he did once, say something. Yeah, he did say something about I'm being fighting this feeling. So maybe yes. there is some inadequacy there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you have her. You're the one fucking her. Like, at the end of the day, if your confidence can back up, that's your woman now and not Lawrence. Like, that's on you. That but that, nothing to do with her. But the, let, let's be honest. Let's, let, let's say uh, you, you're in a relationship right now, Mo, and I decide to move to New York. We know you're going to break up with that nigga as soon as I move to <laughs> New York. I mean, if you don't like him, I would. Thank you. See, there we go. Yeah, All right, let's move Let's move on to a good friend. Let's. We're giving Nathan way too much talk. And <laughs> uh, we, we talk about Molly. She shows up with food and booze. A good, a good friend. And Issa says, or she tells Issa, uh, dang, you really didn't want no company. She had been crying herself all night. She says, maybe I should take a shower. She mm-hmm. goes in. And, and Mira Issa, my favorite, my favorite, she says, man, you hate to see it. Because you are looking rough. It was rough I love Mira Issa. She's such right. a lady. <laughs> and she's like, I, I just want to fast forward to when this is all good. And she's like, good luck with that, champ. Oh, my <laughs> God, I loved it. Uh, Moji, thoughts? No, I loved it. I love that this has been a running bit since season one, and I haven't gotten tired of it. Right. Um, and, like, Issa manages to, like, act it like it's not her. <laughs> Like, that's yeah, that's really good because it does because it see, it does feel like a totally different person. Yes, mm-hmm. and I love that for her. And I just because you know how it is, you be in the front of the mirror like, come on, we got this, we got this. And then like in the back of your mind, you're like, do we though? Do we though? And uh, that's what it is. Question for the class: uh, What did Molly bring her? Because I could not tell. Uh, it looked. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure it was probably a Mexican dish because Issa okay. loves um Issa loves Tex Mex. Right, that's what I, I was like. Is it Wingstop? But it can't be chicken because that that wasn't a Wingstop bag. But it was like a gold. I just like, a bottle of liquor. Yeah, she brought us some kind of. It was vodka and some and maybe some kind of Mexican dish. Right. Okay. Right on. Uh, let's let's fast forward because we did a lot of that this episode. We fast forward to Molly's birthday, which was a which I believe was a month after the party after the. Okay. After the party, I believe it was like a month or two after the um after that's, the last episode. That's why they pay you the big bucks, Juwan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I uh, keep the timeline right. Right, because I have no <laughs> idea. I'm like, I had no idea going through this. I'm like, how how much time has passed? Uh, Tiffany shows up. We see that the offices, the off the people from the offices there. Obviously, Molly's uh, mom is and parents are there. Uh, her brothers. Uh, we see Kelly introduce a new boo. Was it Deshaun? Was it Desmond? De- I think something with something with a D. You know, right on. I want to be not well. One, I love Tiffany. Let me just mm-hmm. let me just put that there. I love Tiffany. She has grown on. Before you slander her? No, no, no. Because normally, like a light skinned woman like that would probably annoy me. I feel like in real life, <laughs> if she was like a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. But um, Tiffany, I don't know. There's a certain genesis quoi. 
um, that makes me like like her. But no, I was gonna say Kelly. I am going to be channeling Kelly and how she just basically has men next to her, like ornaments for the next, like for tw- forever until, mm-hmm. you know, you just decide, okay, I'm going to have this nigga's babies. And cause I just, I love that. I love that. They when like, you say nigga, do you mean Devin? <sighs> nigga's baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Devin is that nigga. Are, are you also in a rebound from Daniel Kalua? Oh, I wasn't like on the Daniel Kalua. Kaluuya, Kaluuya, Kaluuya. I don't know. I'm sure I spelled that wrong in my notes. I have no idea. I don't even know who that nigga is. But uh, no, Dan, Dan, from from isn't get out. He's the actor. Which one? Get the out. Black one. Oh, the um um uh what what's uh Walking Dead's name? Um, he was in Panther, Black Panther. What is happening? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is is it uh? Walking Dead's uh, boyfriend in Black Panther? Yes, he was Walking Dead's boyfriend. Oh, okay. And Why can't I think of her name? Michonne. That's it, because I was going to say Moji, and I'm like, that's who's on the podcast. I'm like, what is, it's an M. It's Michonne. Oh, God. Jeez. I used to podcast that show. Jesus. Also, (laughs) Walking Dead is good again. Anyway. Really? I'm not coming back. Nope, not doing it. it. It's It's actually gotten good. Like, ever, like, ever since after Rick left, uh, it's really gotten good. It's, it I had, feel it like re- there's two seasons where it got bad. Well, I don't even know. I, I stopped after it got, like, maybe, like, af- like, after Negan got there. I think I gave it, like, two more seasons. But they just killed too many people I liked. I was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing mm. with this no more. Well, I'll you got to just come, come back for the final The final season starts in a couple, in a couple of months. The yeah, final, uh, final the, season? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Last, yeah, the last they, half they of the final season. This, yeah, this yeah, this is the final season, and this is like the last. When they come back in a couple of months, it's gonna be the last half of the of the um series. Yep, they're gonna kill. They're gonna kill. Uh, man, what's her name? I used to podcast Aggie? this year. Yeah, that's it. I was like, it's another M, but I couldn't think of her name. God damn. But if anyway, it's the final season, I can come in for that. Right, right. We might pot it. Stay tuned. What? One one thing I want to mention because it was bothering because like in this scene where it was the family basically it was a uh, Molly meeting uh, Torian's family and uh, and Torian's brother and his wife was there which is a mirror of um of how she met um Andrew's um brother and and his wife but Torian's brother and I could not figure this out until today but it is he is played by Sean Patrick Thomas. Who you who listeners may know is the nigga from Say the Last Dance. Never, never, never seen, seen it. it. Never seen it. Moji, have you seen Say the Last Dance? Wait, of course. I saw it in theater. Get out of here. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like I was like, <laughs> she that white girl can dance. She could not dance. She but, that, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh because I was like, I seen this dude before. But yeah, that's Sean Patrick Thomas. And uh-huh. so it's good to see him out here getting the check, but I looked it up. He's still he's been out here working. I didn't you know, even, I don't remember him being in this at all. I'm not joking. Yeah, he was Tor- yeah, he was Torian's brother. He had he had maybe one or two lines. Okay. I oh. knew that. Uh, uh speaking of M's, Molly has a hard time finding what she can wear. Uh so she changes outfit, she finally comes out and mm. she's happy that Issa uh made her do this. Well, tonight we focus in on you and having fun and nothing else. Let me just try this one on. Does this look wrinkled to you? Medina used to wear them wrinkly silk shirts. (laughs) 
he's not Dorian insecure. had been like Nathan, like Dorian would have been like, okay, you used to fuck him. Well, she's with me now. Like it wouldn't have even been a thing. It would be like, well, what do you want to get for dinner, honey? You know? So yeah, I, I really when enjoyed. That nigga, you don't have to worry about these things, Moji. Yeah. yeah Find yeah. you a Lawrence. Uh, so surprise, <laughs> it's Issa's birthday. And we got we totally got set up with that because we start off with what's what's her Koya, Juwan? Ko- yeah, Koya. Yeah, she says that uh, there's a busted pipe at Crenshaw. So did we get a decision that she's working with Crenshaw in this episode? Yeah, I believe that was this. I believe I believe yes. We um she has definitively tried to work with um or work with Crenshaw, who we did not see this episode, so we don't have any Ralph Angel impression since uh, Jamil is out. Since Jamil is out. Is she also, out she we didn't see does? Andrew for this finale, y'all. Why we didn't see Andrew? Why was he was that? He was hot. She, the, the, the Asian gentleman. Who? The long hair with the ponytail. You're just hating. I don't know her. Uh, so if you if you know if you know uh, it's Issa's birthday, uh, she doesn't want any gifts. She just wanted uh, donations to the Blow uh, Blow CC, and they are at five thousand. That's five G's like the cell phone, according to Koya. And I guffawed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because I think it was that yeah, was Koya's idea to not do any gifts, just to do the donations. to Because I guess they're kind of funding since she doesn't really, since she doesn't have the MBW yeah. money uh, right. now. That, you know, they're basically getting money, getting funded from the community, which, you know, is pretty, which is a good thing. Clearly you know, she made a that mistake was, because this whole podcast said we would have been chasing the coins, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, you would have yeah, sold yeah. out. <laughs> Thousand percent. Charity starts at home, my nigga. Charity <laughs> starts at home. I mean, I did love the fact that regardless of her financial situation, her outfit game and hair game was on point. It's funny that you say that because she mentions that if, if this uh, was a busted pipe, that she might have to start an OnlyFans. So, I mean, I don't know where she getting the money for that that wardrobe. She out here contemplating. Which, by the way, I do not uh, frown upon OnlyFans. Ladies, men, whoever, get your coins. Fuck. That's Especially, cool. apparently, Molly says she got a flat booty fetish. Juwan, <laughs> do you have a flat booty fetish? All booties matter. Thank do you, Juwan. That's the perfect answer. Do they? Yes, they do that, then. Yes, they do. Right. Hey, I'm in the white women, so you know. God, oh, God. I, I don't like. May, I don't even know. Maybe, now, now like, we against flat booties. I can't wait to see who you end up with in life. I, I'm really excited to see it. Oh, look in the mirror. <laughs> I wish I could clone myself, but you know. No, I'm talking about you. No, I know, but I no. can't clone myself for you. So there was a meme going around on Facebook. And Devin, you may have seen it. So it was what did it say? It says something about um, it must it it must be really really boring to be with a woman that can't say nigger. She can say it as long as in the in the bedroom. No, I'm not she, in it, a white woman is never allowed to call you nigger, Devin. Never. If you a listen to the pod, a white woman called me an n-word not three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And not I told in, you, not in the bedroom, this, by the way. 
And this I told him to sit there and watch the game. What's her location so I can go talk to her? This was not in the bedroom, so I did it not. It don't matter. Done. What is her location so I could go have a conversation with her about why she thinks she can she get talk to, to your man her. that way? Why and, talk to the bathroom? Or a bathroom. <laughs> you know, I was about to say, I do not condone bathroom sex. That is gross. Okay. You do bathroom stuff, Moji? I do. What? What? Why? You why would? I, why would you like take out an entire room in your home to not have sex then? Because shower sex is the worst possible sex. Okay, but there's also a, like a sink. There's also walls in the bathroom. Like that's not the only place you can have sex in the bathroom. Why would why would you why are we in the bathroom? <laughs> that is what are you in the bathroom for? You're either in there to get clean get excited. or or no no I've I've never been there. Well maybe excited. you live in a mansion and by the time you get to your bedroom it's like 500 feet away. The only the only place is in a good jacuzzi tub if you have one. I'm sure Juwan does. Like the outside just sounds. I like actually do have a jacuzzi tub. You fucker. <laughs> I, I do it, I, and that is suitable if it's in the bathroom but nowhere else. Well, at the end of the day, I need a comfortable surface. Right. I need pillows. A, be- a bed. Hurts. A bed. Okay. Possibly, poss- possibly a sofa. That floor shit. That's also crazy. Anyway, <laughs> uh, where are we at? Ah, so uh, Kelly, they're doing the toast, and uh, Amal tells uh, 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 Issa that he made it a function. For or what did he say? He said a function. I forgot what he said. But so. yeah, he made it a function by showing up. And Kelly tells him that she made it. He made it a funky because he stank. And he's like, "You want that one?" He was like, "Are you proud? Of, are you proud are of you, that?" Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Slap the cup out of his hand because that's what I would do that so quickly. That and was amazing. Him. I love that. Oh he's my like, god. He's like, "Yeah, I'm proud." I'm, like, I'm gonna miss is. their relationship. I love that they got almost everybody back. Right? Can we have a moment of silence for Kelly and Amal's relationship? All right, that's enough. So <laughs> uh, we we moved to Issa. It, it is her birthday. And you know what that means, Moji, right? Birthday sex. <laughs> Talk your shit, Jeremiah. Right on. Uh, was, that, was, that, was that birthday sex? Yeah, Jeremiah. Wasn't that like eight years ago? <laughs> I don't even know when that was popping anymore. Mm-hmm. No, but she um no, it was just it it was really funny because it was going around the room with the um you know scanning the room for the guy for the where there were guys and I think one of them was it like one of the guys he was always around because um he's always around, and she said like I can't look with if the sex is bad like how can I look him in I can't look him in the eye after that is that a, is that a thing like can't you just if you have bad sex with somebody you can you should be able to um you know no can't be a, no. no? That's the thing. No. Why oh. would I be able to look at you? I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> <laughs> I would normally just ignore you for the rest of your life. But if I ended up running into you, which has happened, it's just like. Ugh. No, that's not. That can't be. A, that can't be a thing. Why okay. can't that be a thing? Like because you because you're adults. You know, hey, you had a bad situation. Yeah, it but happened. you want badly at what you. Were doing, <laughs> so why? <laughs> Perform badly. <laughs> yes, I, I like. I'm not as bad as Kelly, where I'm gonna be shaming your dick and you. <laughs> um, I will just judge you silently. 
Mm-hmm. So, but you would let that you would still have cuddle time. Oh God, no! After bad sex, why would I reward you with cuddle time after bad sex? <laughs> so you would be like, so you about to leave? Yes, I, I would. I ooh, let me not tell on myself. I have done that. I've been like, I no, have. No, please, please tell on yourself. Go ahead. I need no, this for future please, reference. Go yeah, ahead. This was years ago, but like I have, I've had bad sex, and then I've been like, well, I have. I just remembered I have laundry to do, so let me leave. Oh, you left. That's the laundry. Yeah, yeah. You had to wash I was your like, hair oh, also. I have a, my to-do list to go finish. So let's never talk to each other again. And you, so if it, so, you can't rebound from bad sex. What if it was just an off You can day? try. You can try, but it, I feel like because I feel like this is almost like a double standard. Because let me let me put my sexist bag on. Uh, there's plenty of starfish out there that just think that their gift is laying there, and we give them them type of women chances all the time so i'm don't discriminate against starfishes we have our specialness so y'all get rewarded with dick all the time so if y'all occasionally get a a limp dick a not up to snuff dick y'all need to run it back a couple times maybe he had an off day maybe his dog died i feel like most women who have bad sex once it's always going to be bad after that because one what about all y'all that just lay there is That's it always going to be just laying well, there? One, just because we lay there and because you penetrate us doesn't mean we enjoy it. That's literally not how any of I'm, that works. I'm just, I'm just talking about the starfish that just okay. don't want to okay. do anything. But again, you're saying if a woman is a starfish and she's getting peen, like, what? Don't be lazy. Ride this Fine. dick. Right. Okay, anyway. Can't be a starfish from riding. That's not how. Exactly. There's some that don't like to ride. Go away. All I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. There's just, How do we get just be on top. I don't, I don't like, to, I don't like the way I look on top. I'm not good at that. Like, what, what, what am I Are doing here? Instructing her. Are you instructing her? Maybe she just doesn't know how to do it. I feel like all men just assume women come out the womb knowing how to ride dick. Like that's not how that works. And porn is not an instructional video. So hey, if look, you have a woman on top of who look, is not. I've been willing to you, learn with with you're like, So you haven't ever been like, let's try it and like you know, tr- instructed her. All I'm, Look, I'm not going to tell on myself. <laughs> but all I'm saying is I am there to help you improve. That's all I'll say. Because I, I don't know who's listening to this podcast and I don't know who's going to think I'm talking about them. But I am willing to work through certain difficulties. Okay, so you would. Okay. But I'm saying that's a woman thing. A woman thing. You're just saying that y'all ain't going to give us a second chance. Y'all can be mediocre for whatever reason, and we give y'all play- second chances all the time. Juwan, tell me I'm not wrong. I'm not right, or I'm not wrong. Um, I I am a married man, and <laughs> so I will not be engaging in this. Listeners, no, right, 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 right. Li- listeners, um, you may or may not have heard this entire conversation, so be surprised for whatever you get. <laughs> <laughs> we keep we keep it all in uh so but yeah so Issa uh is rust she does uh, need birthday dick but she is rusty because she spits uh wine on this man's uh shirt she needs a shout pin and no one has one you want to mm. go to the sad part of the episode let's move on uh <laughs> nathaniel shows up again i'm like nigga can you take a hint we do not want you here you can yeah yeah I still get the, you know, blocks, email, chain, so. Oh, right. I uh, hadn't heard from you. I know. 
I got your messages. I just, um, I forgot. Uh, this is from everybody at the shop. I just we wanted to donate because you was so helpful to us. So tell them I said thank you. I will. How have things been with you? Good. Things have been good. Yeah. This place is finally starting to feel like home. Really? That's... I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. Look, last time we talked, I know I said some things. No, yeah. You made some points. I was just hurt. You know? You know, I've always thought that people come into your life for a reason, and you have made up so many good reasons for me, and I hope that that I did the same for you, because I don't want I don't want you to regret anything. I don't. But apparently, dudes at the shop they wanted to give a donation. And he says LA's starting to feel like home and everything's working out good. And I said, Great, now get the fuck out of here. And he does leave. It was great. Juan? Yeah, we I mean, we needed we needed that for a closure because of Nan because Nansford, you know, was a central character in this in the in this um show, at least for the last two seasons. Um so we needed him. We needed that for some type of closure, uh, which Issa, which Issa definitely needs in her life. So in order to fully move on, uh, I do like that. Um, I just I like that he showed up. It, I mean, it was I understand how it could look awkward, but I do like that they actually finally showed them having an adult conversation, just to kind of like you know, hey, um, I did what I did. I apologize. Um, you look good. Sorry, it didn't work. Sorry, things didn't work out. And peace out. Yeah, he said, I'm happy now that you're not in my life. I was like, good. So am I. <laughs> Go ahead, Moji. I mean, that's pretty much exactly what he said, Devin. You're right. That's exactly what he said. Um, I mean, I don't really know if I had much to add on to what y'all have said. But, you know, it was nice. That was a grown-up move. He brought money. Um, and he bounced, and that is the perfect way an ex should behave. Did you say peace out again? Because I did. Mm-hmm. But one of the but 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 in all but in all seriousness as well, um, she did say that people come into your life for a reason, and you have to remember that despite the um despite the relationship issues or rather not that they had despite you know them not being a good couple when Nat, when Nasford came into her life she was she was struggling with her career with we got y'all that was like the tail end of her trying to decide what she wanted to do with the next chapter of her life or should she stay or whatever and Nasford was the one that pushed her to go out on faith 
and uh, start her own and start her own business or be or to start trying to do events. He he gave her that motivation and he's always been there for her in that particular way to to push her. So you got to think like even though we may not have liked them in a in a romantic relationship, he was good. He was a good influence on her life. Uh, and the, and and caused her or made her become the woman that she is um, today. For you know, a be a career woman, a businesswoman, none of this would not have happened if he had not pushed her to leave. We got to leave. We got y'all. So yeah, let's not let's not say it would yeah. never have happened. It may right. have happened later, but let's not say Issa wouldn't have gotten where she got eventually. Okay, but I, I do, but but again, that was the reason. As far as the narrative of the show, he came into her life for a reason in order to like, you know, kind of give her a little bit of a, a boost, you know, that extra boost that she needed to to actually do it. And I'm happy, and I'm happy for the character for that. Yeah, he was a good transitional relationship to adulthood. Right. Yeah. No, he's like the Daniel Kaluuya rebound. Right on. So let's talk about Denver and it being a wonderful city, because that's where we go. And Tiffany, although it's wonderful, she hates it here. Uh, she has no friends, no job yet, and all the children are white in what's their baby's name, Juan? Simone. It's How Simone is this child class. like eight years old already? Felt <laughs> like that child was a baby. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know how much time it's passed. I, I really so don't. this is so this is year so this is um next year. So this is the next year. Oh, okay. And we I did still feel realize like that baby aged a lot really quickly. I mean, they always do that because we'll talk about Ja later, but uh, we got we got what Chad said came true uh, last week. He said, you about to be a fraction, nigga. He was correct. So uh, we get to Molly, uh, that she's doing some work from uh, the inside, inside the house. And she sees Issa pouring a drink and looking at a picture of the great Lawrence holding that Wait, wonderful time, time baby. I gotta ask this question. Reverse it a bit. Mm-hmm. What job do like what job does Tiffany's husband do that they basically live in a mansion? Like I know places are cheaper outside of like LA and New York, but like what job does he do to afford this? Sperling? They never said. I know Tiffany worked for like some kind of Pete was probably doing some kind of PR work when she was in mm-hmm. LA or something yeah, like that. But they never said. Yeah. They never said what he did. I feel. I want to say. I feel like he probably would have been some kind of tech job mm-hmm. that he that he may have had. Um, but um, yeah. So, but obviously they're doing well. Me, like he's just that guy. Like, oh, come to my house. You and you know what it is. There and there's like <laughs> a backyard, a mansion, an outhouse, a a three-acre backyard, and you're just like. <laughs> but you know, we skipped over something like um, when uh, just just to go back just a, a, a smidge, Molly was talking to Kelly, and Kelly was like, uh, "I gotta leave early because a white man got me on a deadline." And Molly said, "Like, girl, I told you to um, you need to go ahead and come on with and come on with me." And mm-hmm. uh, because so that was that was that was kind of like a hint towards where Kelly is gonna be ending up in a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we, w- we will talk about more on that later. Uh, mm-hmm. So as she's staring at this picture longingly for the goat uh, that is Lawrence, uh, Molly takes it upon herself to say, you know, I never did ask you, what would you have said to Lawrence that night if you had the chance if that nigga didn't interrupt y'all? And that is a great question because I, I will say it to you guys. Would it have been, would there, would there have been no just because of the environment or do you think that she would have 
actually gave Lawrence the yes that she wanted to. And I'll start with you, Mojo. That was not a night for yes, because again, that was the worst possible place to have a conversation. I still stand like, by Your baby like, mama had... literally just left five minutes ago, Lawrence. It wasn't five minutes ago. It was still daylight when he, when she left. Well, he, he, he was waiting for her to throw away the garbage. We know that he'd been clocking <laughs> yeah. her all night. You're cornering me when I'm throwing away garbage is not the best time to have a conversation. Um, so I feel like the outcome would have been like, we still need to talk about this another day. Uh, I feel like it would have been, I would have liked her to answer the question. I understand why they did it, you know, the way they did it, but I would have liked her to answer the question. I feel like she probably would have said, yes, I, I, I am happy. And just to kind of like put a pin in it just to, for him to for him to um move move on or leave her alone, essentially, because, again, time, like we said last week, time and place. Um, and it was not the and it was not the environment. I don't know, Devin, you think you, I know what Devin probably is going to think it would have been a no. Yeah, I think it was it would have been a no, even though she wanted to say yes, which is crazy because. Because that's like basically saying I've been in a fuck-ass relationship for however long waiting for you to approach me at a fucking party and be like, do you still love me? Like, no. That's not what he asked her, to be fair. Oh, like, are you happy? Same shit. So she can't be happy without him? No. But again, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's so, like, so, like, the answer is either yes, I'm happy, or the answer is no, I'm unhappy in this relationship that I'm committed to that I said I was going to buy an apartment with this person. You know, so I just, I find that really hard to believe that she would have ever said yes. Hmm. Okay. She could, you, I mean, how can you not be, how can you be happy if Lawrence isn't in your life, really? <laughs> I know I'm not. And boy, Lawrence here. I'll, right on. Uh, so, uh, we go to, oh, oh, man, sad part of it. So, uh, we get that interrupted by a phone call and, uh, Molly gets the news that, uh, her mom has passed away and I was devastated. Yeah. They her breaking down because uh, they have, because this season they have been teasing in almost every episode about, you know, someone, um, dying and it just ended up being Molly's mom, which uh, which I guess maybe Kelly died was, too. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get there because she's a ghost. But it's in, but I guess it was inevitable, you know, that it was, and it was very, very sad. You know, I wish we, they, I feel like they kind of, I understand they probably didn't have time for it, but you know, maybe have a funeral scene. But you know, I understand why they did not. They would kind of, they kind of would have, they kind of would have like destroyed the flow of the episode if they would have did a funeral in uh, mm. in retrospect. Right, so... Uh, I was shocked her mama died. I was like, what bad dream is she having? Because I didn't right. get to feel her mama. I thought the plot was her and her daddy would eventually figure out their estate planning shit, not her mom would die. Like, I was really surprised by that. Like, I feel like they, they handled all the estate stuff. That's why her... I guess Yeah, they got it straight. So yeah. basically, like, the stroke kept affecting her and then she died? Yeah, because they thought she was going to be paralyzed from the... the it was her second one or something like that? Yeah, yep. I, I wasn't expecting that at all. And that I was like, damn, that sucks. I I have a, a part where I'm supposed to yell, but I feel like there's no easy transition to yell about Lawrence's G-Day after this sad moment. So I, I'm conflicted here. <laughs> but it's Lawrence's G-Day! Let's go. Happy birthday, my nigga. We love you. Uh, 
Issa gets, he gets a phone call. Well, first he's on the phone call with his parents. Let me not breeze. Let me get, make sure Lawrence gets all his flowers. Yeah, he gets a call did. from Marsha. Yeah, he gets a call from Marsha Manhunter in his in. The- oh right, okay, right on. <laughs> and you, you know you can never have too many paperweights, Ju- uh, Juwan. Mm-hmm. Moji, do you have enough paperweights? I feel like you're making a pun. Do you mean actual paperweights or something else? Actual paperweights. I don't mean dick as paperweights. That would, <laughs> that, that would be a weird pun. Do I have paperweights? I don't know. I just put shit on top of other shit. Right, right. I mean, hey, his dad said you can never have too many. Okay. Right on. I don't, I don't know. So, uh, so he gets a phone call while on FaceTime with his parents. And uh, Jamel wouldn't know this because she's dead to us. Also, that when you get a face, when you're on FaceTime and you get a call, you gotta hang up because you know once you answer that call, it just ends it. So he hangs up with his mom. You know that's a little Android shit. You know, we're we're right today. You make us whole, Moji, because you do have a wonderful iPhone. Yes, I am a big iPhone believer. I'm actually one of those people who keeps each iPhone. Right, right. Except for the ones that I gave you? my nieces, and then they broke it because kids are trash. But other than that, I collect them. Is, you, you is, Jamel, is Jamel also dead to you? Well, Jamel is an Android user, so she can't be perfect. Right. There we go. Uh, so uh, she says, you answered. He's like, did you not want me to answer? She's like, I thought you'd be busy on your birthday. But if you're not, I'll take you out because I am desperate to be with you. And All Lawrence this was is embarrassing. Embarrassing. And, and Lawrence is like, uh, I would, I would, but I got plans because you know who I am. I'm Lawrence, nigga. Of course I got a bad bitch on the way. Of course. Speaking of, the doorbell rings, and good lord, that's a fine woman that answers the uh that answers up. And Issa hears that and hangs up rather quickly. My dog Lawrence was about to say hey, and she was so embarrassed she hung up and didn't even hear it. This is why I hate this relationship. Why? Go ahead. Why? Because there's, okay, so I keep saying Lawrence is messy, and that's because I figured out in season two that Lawrence's plot line is normally the plot line like a woman would have in the show, where, like, she Hmm. can't figure out her life, she keeps fucking wrong men, she's taking, like, bad jobs. Like, I feel like Lawrence's storyline is traditionally a storyline I would see on just, like, a messy bitch. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yes, and I just had to accept it, like, in season two that Lawrence would just always just be messy in everything he did. Um, you bite your tongue. But, I mean, he's, but how is it messy? How is it messy that he's dating, though? Because uh, it's like, I don't know, cause, and maybe it's naive of me, because it's like, I know this is not how love works, but you can't, I'm sorry, but you can't, like, tell me six months ago that, like, are you happy and make it seem like this grandiose event, like you like you want me back in my life and there's nothing more. Like that scene felt like that's what he was initiating. That is like normally the third act in a, of a romantic comedy. It's never the guy confesses his love and then next thing you know, he's raw dogging a threesome. <laughs> but that's fucking Lawrence, you know, but he will still come back to Issa. And Issa's fine with that, right? Like, they have their shit figured out. Could not be me. If uh, you Alice, loved me six months ago, your dick better still be in your pants six months and one day later. Okay. Go ahead, Juwan. No, it feels, yeah, it also feels like that they 
did not talk either since the incident at um, Derek and Tiffany's party. And as far as Lawrence knew, she left with she left with uh with Nansford. And mm-hmm. so and he he texted her and apologized. He had no he would not have known about, you know, their breakup. I feel like also just going back a little bit, I feel like as far as Issa calling Lawrence on his birthday, it was if that was her intention to take him out, fine. But I feel like she should have um she should have called him maybe a week before mm-hmm. just to make sure that he was gonna be available. Um, but she needed the excuse to be like, oh, that's why I'm calling you. It's for your birthday. And she wanted that fallback plan of like, oh, if he don't answer. Because when yeah. she she was afraid that uh, he was going to like shit on her. Or have plans, which he did. Then he right. might have had this plan for oh, two weeks. We don't know. But well, again, I mean, just, let's, let's not play him. You're trying to play him? He had. No, I'm not. I'm saying he could have had this date set up two weeks in advance. I was there playing him. I'm that's just a saying, he, Lawrence, keep him a woman. You know what I'm saying? That's and that's exactly what I'm saying. He out here. Look, I mm-hmm. look. I know I'm gonna marry you, but I'm supposed to keep my dick uh, dry until until we finally get together. I just, Absolutely. I'm just saying, like the lack of conversation. After I gotta be spreading my royal oats throughout the world until I I meet with my black queen. <laughs> These but white women gotta get like, it. I've met my black queen and I want her back, but he's still getting his. That that's the disconnect for me. Mo, Mo, I love you, but I got these still. These white women still have to get this this black experience before we, you know, I end it. You know what I'm saying? My name ain't <laughs> Effie. No, no, right on. no. Okay, it's, right just, on. It's, it's just so they didn't talk. They didn't talk. Like they just. Yeah, no. Juwan made a great point. She left with that with that hard stomping ass nigga. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like and again, it's just it's just that they did not talk. So you know, he had no idea that she had broke up with him, uh, broke up with Nansford. You know, so he, I get and Lawrence like you like Devin said, Lawrence he he's a single man. He made love. He made love Issa. He's always loved Issa. He's still gonna go out on a date. You know, so and he's allowed right. to do that. Right. You want him to have his dick in, in his own hand on his birthday? He, he is allowed to do that. And if, you know, it is because they just did not speak mm-hmm. since they had that argument, then OK, cool. That's understandable. But well, I, it's also weird question. that they didn't speak. When when he said when he first says, I got plans, did y'all believe him or did y'all think he was lying? I believe him because he was getting because he was getting dressed. I thought he was take. I thought he was getting undressed. So I thought he was lying. I was like, oh, we we are because when initially when I first watched it, I'm like, oh yeah, we over Issa King. Let's move on. And I was like, oh never <laughs> mind. Yeah, we back. You're right. I thought he was lying. What did you think? But you know, at the end of the day, that was just embarrassing for Issa, and that was really hard for me to watch. Mm. It was great for me. <laughs> uh, did y'all think that it was over at this point that we were done with them? No, I did. No, you know, honestly, I did because I, because um, when I, when the other girl came in, came in, I was like, okay, we only have a such such time left. He, this is already been a year. And by the way, actually, in retrospect of um, what it was since they didn't talk, it actually had been the whole year at this point, I believe, the first year at this point. So um, yeah, he he was allowed to move on. Uh, right. Uh, so. But when I saw the other girl, I was it didn't seem like a date. I'm rambling, but it didn't seem like a date. It's cause she came like happy birthday baby. 
you know, as if they had a relationship going on, at least for a few months. Right. So, so I was kind of like, oh, this, he got, he done moved on, moved on. So, right on. Yeah, I thought it was over. Yeah. I don't know. These two just trigger, trigger me with their messiness because, I don't know, I've had friends who are like this where they have broken up 20 times in a row. And after a while, you just got to be like, I don't want to hear about your shit no more. Mm-hmm. If y'all ma- get married and have kids, let me know. But I, I like the whole will they, won't they, will they, won't they after a while just is a lie. Kind of like the Ronnie uh, Sammy thing on Jersey Shore? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, as the outside party, you get sick of that shit. Right, I and I it. feel like for me, I, I not like I got sick of Issa and Lawrence doing it, but that's... Of course not. You're not crazy. Anyway, but um, yeah, I just was like, it, it was messy. It was messy. And I'm like... When, sometimes breaking up and getting back together... And then breaking up and then getting back together and then breaking up and then getting back together and then breaking up, getting a baby outside and getting back together. Like Again, I mean, shit happens. In fairness, in fairness, uh, it wasn't that he had the baby when they were broken up. Right. So he didn't cheat on her. <laughs> like someone did here. here for the next 18 years and not every woman and or man wants to deal with that. Like, are you kidding me? You don't want to be with Baby Jaw? No. Right on. Uh, so let's let's go to Issa, and it's Kelly's B day, and this and this is what threw me for a loop because I was pissed. I'm like, who is this fake ass Lawrence wannabe that she got on her arm at Kelly's birthday? Did y'all yeah, not think fake Daniel? <laughs> I thought he looked. I was like, who is this Jerry Curl Lawrence ass nigga that she got? It actually looked. I, well, you saying fake Lawrence, but I think it was. I think it was a Daniel. He looked like Daniel. It yeah, wasn't dark, but he looked like Daniel. Daniel. You're, you're. What is it? Colorist? Is that Lawrence like dark skin? I mean, he's not light skin. He's like brown skin. Yeah. I feel like this. This was a dark, a dark skin Lawrence. <laughs> I feel like this was like this was like a skinnier, shorter Daniel. Ew, they look nothing alike to me. Daniel seems like conniving and ashy looking. Wow, what did Daniel do to you, sir? I mean, Daniel was a bu- honestly, Daniel was a bum. Did he have a, a car? Yeah, he's a bum. And I, I, I understand. I know, that's not Without, a big deal to Bo because he's in New York, so no niggas don't have cars. But oh no, that's a big deal. Like I mean, you should have a car, sir. I, mean, I thought y'all had cars up there. I don't have to have a car in New York City. You are a man. You should have a car by the time you're 30 in New York City. It's too many cars in New York. Um, but people, like, a lot of people in, like, when I take temperatures of the audience, they were really wa- rooting or wanting, I ain't going to say rooting, but they wanted Daniel. Like, she need to bring Daniel back. Bring Daniel back. Bring Daniel back. Leave Daniel, leave Daniel in season two where he belongs. That nigga, that nigga was a bum. And it's not even with the fact that he facilitated the cheating with Issa, or whatever. Even though he was scum, even though that was a scum, some scumbag shit. But you know, but she was throwing it in his face, so I understand. But he didn't have he didn't have a car. He made she moved in ma- with that nigga. I just forgot about that. She lucky he, Lawrence took her ass back. He he made he made um, trash ass beats. Mm-hmm, he only mm-hmm. he was he only on had, fruity loops on fruity yeah. loops. He only had like one, not even a hit. He just did a, he just did that one song with Ty Dollar Sign, uh, 
you know, he was a fucking boom. And, I mean, he was I, like a lesser version of Ralph Angel. Yeah, it's like, like, why do y'all want? Why do people want? Just because he, just because he's handsome, there's the yes. only reason that they want him. Yes, yes. Some people are simple. Yes. Uh, be better, ladies. Be better. Be better, man. Be better. <laughs> I am. I, hey, I'm, I'm out here supporting Lauren, so I am. Uh, so we get an announcement. Uh, Kelly is pregnant, and she got pregnant when she started asking preguntas. And mm-hmm. she doesn't want to have just any niggas, baby. She wants to have, was it? Desmond. Oh, right. Desmond's baby. And, and they do butt stuff. Issa didn't <laughs> need to know that, but they do do butt stuff. Got any thoughts on butt stuff? No? Nothing. No. Well, Issa did. Whatever <laughs> you want to do in their home, I am pro. As long as you're not hurting no one, you swing from the ceiling if you want to. And, and, call, <laughs> and call the black guy an N-word? No. No. Right. I'm a black woman. I can't even imagine like <laughs> calling a dude that and that. Like, no, why? I'm bringing Fuck that in. Harder, there. Nigga. <sighs> Next. Right on. Uh, Issa, Issa is feeling left out because of the excitement that Tiffany shows over Kelly being uh, uh, pregnant. And we see that Molly, I, I'm assuming, I'll, I'll refer to the timeline god that is Juwan. That she's still recovering over her mom's uh, death. Is that yeah. why she wasn't there? I, I would imagine that it is because um, that she's still grieving. Molly, of course, we've seen Molly uh, loves her mom, loves her mom really, really, very, very much. So I can understand why she was not in these particular two scenes. Right. Mm-hmm. So we we go right after the party, and Issa is with Fake Lawrence, and I guess they're about to get it in listening to I don't know what that was. But uh, we get another visit from Mira Issa and ring, 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 phone call. Guess who it is? My nigga crying. Lawrence. My mm. nigga. And guess what? She wants to answer while she got a dick appointment in the other room. So you know my nigga Lawrence is key. He is out here. She can't get enough of this nigga. I mean, they love each other. Yeah. First of all, it was fun. Mira Issa was funny because she was like, uh, "Don't don't answer." At least like, "Why not?" Because it's not gonna work out, you dumb bitch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have another man five feet away, and you're about to pick up a call from your ex boyfriend, fiance, love of your life. Sis, don't do it. Don't I mean, it. that's like saying like, "Why have uh, fake Lawrence when you can have the real thing?" She want the real thing. She did, but that guess what? You already got the. You know, it's like how you ran, you run out of like good, good, um, good bacon, and you know you got to <laughs> deal with that turkey bacon shit at the back of the fridge because you don't want to run out to Target. So you bought turkey bacon? Is, is the first question. I mean, they they sell bacon. Like, what kind of bacon do you buy? Just regular bacon, bacon? Uh, pork bacon, Oscar Mayer bacon. My my bacon has a first name. Yes. It's Emma. I don't remember how it goes. It's OSC. I don't know. What's the song? Anyway, my point Lawrence wasn't going to magically appear in her door and give her dick. And her (laughs) picking up that phone call would have ruined said dick she had waiting for her. But she definitely wanted to. No, she absolutely did. And that's when I was just like... I gotta go. So, uh, Mo, has that ever happened to you? Have I, have, I ever, have I ever called when you're about to have a dick appointment and you want to talk but you don't answer? 
No. I know I sound like I have a fabulous life. I really don't. I'm at home all the time. So when you so when you just don't answer my calls, you're not having a dick appointment? You're just standing That's me up? That's in your goddamn lie, because I've called you more than you have called me. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Uh, she, she sounds like the light skin that's taking place for Jamel, who's also dead to me. There was uh, one thoughts? time Devin butt dialed me, right? And then I called this when you Why are you bringing up old shit? Like, called you? I have your number? I was like, <laughs> wow, black men don't support black. Why are you bring it up old shit? No one wants to hear this on the pod. Juwan, edit that out. Uh, so, um, where are we at? Juwan, you got anything to add? Um... I was one thing, and I asked this emoji because since apparently we always get we, we can only get personal emoji. So um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was wondering I why. I feel like take, that means I have a big mouth. But continue. I, I, I was just wondering why it was taking her so damn. Mira Issa and Lawrence Collins the side. Why was it taking her so long? Because she didn't want to fuck that nigga. Get, yeah. Cause like so, cause we don't really need this. She had the lingerie and the she and the, like and the, the shawl. She looked great, but we don't need all that. Samoji. Well, is I it? mean, a lot of times Mira Issa comes through when she needs her to psych up herself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she did not want to go in that bat in that bedroom. Hmm. And I was wondering, does it take all of that with the lingerie and the thing? Just get in the fucking bed. No, uh, no, it it takes because you want to be feel pretty. Make it. That's what Juwan says. Just like it bed. will get to that, but. Nah, he wants you to start off naked. And that's I what see, I. But again, mm-hmm. like so, like you wouldn't care if she came up in like grandma panties up to her titties. Have... No, I don't even give a fuck. Get it? You can have. <laughs> <laughs> you we don't get. Devin, back me up. We don't give a fuck. You can have yeah. your uh, have your mismatched brown panties set. It's gonna come off in. It's gonna come off. Be on the floor. Get in the bed. Let's do this. Okay. Well, it's more for us then. It's not for y'all. Mm-hmm. See, this is the biggest lie y'all tell yourselves that we dress up for y'all. It's really not for y'all. It's for other women and for ourselves. I will say, if we're about to get in, if I'm with a black woman, I and don't cancel me, black women. So I bet, should I say this? I'm gonna say it. Uh, Wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. You may hear what he's about to say, or you may not. Find out in a minute. Go ahead, Devin. Take off your head wraps. That's all I ask. <laughs> Nigga, what? What? <laughs> you motherfucker. You ain't shit, nigga. You like, ain't shit. Like Cuss him out. You know what? Cuss him out. Yeah. I'm canceled. I hate, I'm canceling you on behalf of all black women. I hate, I hate getting intimate with black women with their hair wrap. I'm like, it's like I'm fucking a nigga with a do-rag on. Like, oh, my God. Wow. Wow. That's I'm, not I'm, 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 not, you don't care about lingerie, but somehow the head wrap is what does it. Like, just uh, turn you off? It just, it, uh, it, that does it. I can't stand that shit. You know what? Next time I see you, I might just have my head wrap on. Look, I don't mind if we just, like, out somewhere. No, 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 no. Actually, do not, do not wear your head wrap. Look, I might get canceled again. Black women, let me be the Monique of the podcast. Yeah, I was about to say, damn, Monique. <laughs> right. Uh, don't do that. But please, um, no one do what you want in life. Don't listen to Devin. You don't. Hey, no. right. You you don't have to. Just you can't fuck me. Look, I'm sure as much. None as of them, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm sure none of the black women you were intending to fuck have a problem with that. 
there, you have too many stipulations. First of all, you don't want the hair short. You don't want the weed. Wait, wait, wait. They can have short hair as long as they have braids. <sighs> but you like Lupita, though. But she doesn't have... That woman is like a unicorn. That it don't count for unicorns. In, like Nigeria, we would have to get you a wife from the village. Which Why? basically means it's a young, not like a young girl, but like it's she she don't know no better. I'm okay with that. Exactly, because that's all your stipulation basically means you want a woman who is just look, I like what I like what I you don't have hard nose. What's a hard nose? Like something that hard nose. Yeah, that's Oh you. no. <laughs> Short man. That's my heart. Okay then. That's a that's oh, a oh, oh, for you. Oh, 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 oh. How tall are you, Moji? I am average height. Also oh, also you like Asian men and we know they're short. I like all men and they're tall Asian men as well, you racist. Are there? Yao Ming, that's their one. Anyway, I'm five feet two. <laughs> so I will any man under five foot eight looks short to me. Everybody, my height, if you're those fighting. are all the Asians. Where are you going with this, Devin? I'm just no. saying they're all short. Anyway, I, would, I, I have an Asian best friend. His name's Peter. All Asians are not short. That's like saying all black men have big dicks, and that's not a thing either. Is it? It's not a thing. I know. It's I've not heard. a thing. Well, not not from personal experience. I do. I don't have a big dick. Anyway, I don't have a big dick. Oh, Go ahead. Anyway, uh, I'm just saying that you're okay. Moji is five foot two. She talking about she don't want a man under five nine. I mean, I guess that's good. I guess it's good enough. I don't. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's like a primordial genetic thing. I can't have short babies. Like mm. no. And Dev, and apparently that's Devin only misses with white women because they don't have to wrap their hair. Look, I'm okay with you wrapping your hair. Just when we're about to have. You know, sexy time, take it off. So you're gonna pay for her to go to the like That's right. literally the reason why we wrap our hair during sex is because if we sweat it out, we then have to go get our hair done the next day. So sure, if every time you want to have sex with a black woman, you are ready to cough up the time to take her to the salon the next day, get her hair done so that shit is nice again, then no problem. No problem. But there's an actual or functional reason. To why we wear the goddamn head wrap, Devin. Oh my God, we're gonna get canceled. I love move black, on. I love black women. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, <laughs> so, we're, uh, so let's go to Molly's birthday. It's back around, and she is still struggling with the loss of her mom. Uh, mm-hmm. She gets a phone call from Issa. Girl, I miss her. Like, I keep trying to. Wrap my mind around the fact that I'm gonna keep having birthdays without her. I know. I wish I could hug you right now. And you know, I know Torian had dibs on your birthday this year, but I'm taking you out to dinner this week because I miss you. I miss you too. When did you get so real? Right? I don't know, I feel like our friendships just got hard all of a sudden. No, stuff just keeps happening between work shit and family. Girl, life. You can make all the plans you want, but there's always gonna be some shit. Yeah. Bitch, why are you still here? Go home and change. I told you I got this. Listen to Kelly. 
Now remember, birthday sex only happens once a year. So try that thing I told you about. If you black out, you did it right. If he black out, call for help. Actually, stop listening to Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling, girl. Bye. Bye-bye. And we find out that Torian has got this year, because they are serious now. It's been over a year and a half, at least. Can we just say that they've been together? And she says that it's been a while since they see each other, but they need to hook up this week. And then we get the reveal to what Juwan alluded to earlier in the episode, is that Kelly has taken the partners up on their idea, and she is now working with Molly. What a great time. Mm-hmm. And we see the return of Molly's um, poodle wig. Thank God, because that hair. <laughs> thank God, because that see, hair was not no, working. No, damn it! I'm gonna kick me. your motherfucking ass if you say what you're about to say right goddamn now. Don't say it. Don't you goddamn say it, Devin? Because that's actually a plus. I was gonna give this show. I love them. Like people that are like, fade that was working for her, that fade was working for you. Huh? That fade was working for you. Yeah, the wig was fine. The wig was fine. No, no I'm talking about, about her, 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 her previous huh? haircut. Her previous haircut was working for you? Yes, and I know why it wasn't working for you. It's a societal thing. It's fine. Um, you, you, whoa, you, whoa. I am okay with a woman hair. having short hair. She huh? just can't be my woman. You you really ain't shit. Sure <laughs> Do you have a woman? White, look, I'm off that narcotic. Look, look, the white, the last white woman I was with, I told her if she cuts her hair, I'm cutting her. And oh then she said you're going to jail because I'm a white woman. I mean. Have you seen that video? It's like a TikTok video where it's this black guy and his white girlfriend and they're in the front of a car and his friend is in the back and homie in the front pretends like he slapped his girlfriend and his friend was like. Oh, yeah. I remember what he said, but like, my man. But then he was like, you're going to jail. <laughs> no, you, man, you're going to jail, but my <laughs> <laughs> I would never put my hands on a white woman so in any of type Devin, of way but loving. Devin, mm-hmm. the fact that this show has been able to have black women have wakes on, have their hair short, have braids in, all of that has been wonderful to see. Because I've worked in corporate for like the last 15 years. And one, I am super happy that when I started working like professionally was when they were finally like black woman, you can come to work and your hair doesn't have to be permed. So like, I never really had to go through too many years of you got to come to work with your hair permed every fucking day. I was able to sort of like slide into the new wave of black women. Um, And, but even now there are times when I still feel uncomfortable switching out my hair too often because white people always make it a thing. Oh, you look different. Oh, you're like it's just like it's it's Can I touch it? Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> but it's like they 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 make you feel weird about what to us is just a new hairstyle. So the fact that I and I'm I think a lot of other black women out there will feel the same. The fact that we were able to see Molly go from short hair to long hair and all of it doesn't always fit her. Sometimes her features look a bit more masculine than she does feminine. It doesn't matter though. She's still ultimately a gorgeous woman. Um so kudos to the show for doing that cuz there's so many little subtle shit that they do that unless you're like a black woman you don't realize it. Like, you know, uh- 
But I the hair her. thing I definitely was here for. So shut up, Devin. I, I'm here for it too. No, Devin. Uh, yeah, as much shit as black women get about their hair, mm-hmm. I you should not be putting stipulations on how they should style their hair. With I should, don't, uh, uh, or how, or rather, how they should protect their uh, protect their hair. Look, you know. First off, and I will say this: I am a feminist. I support my black queens. Define wear, uh Me and. <laughs> Any woman that wants to wear her hair, she can wear it any way she wants. I just said, my woman. That's all I said. Okay. Okay. Right. We're going to get just, letters. <laughs> hey. Never mind. I ain't going to say that because that might get us canceled. Uh, so I was about to say, let me see without your scarf on. And that's why the show is called Edit That Out. <laughs> I mean, I swear to God, Moj, I'm up to midnight every every week. Oh, God. That was good, though, right? Uh, So, whoo. Okay, let's get my fucking nigga Lawrence is bike. Let's go. You know, I may have oversold the tour. Nah. This is cool as hell. You went from we got y'all to I got mine. (laughs) I know it's not done yet and there's still a long way to go, but I keep thinking about all it took to get here, you know? Doubting myself, going back and forth about what I wanted being scared to waste my time and look stupid in case none of it worked out. And then I realized that it was all in my head. You know, no one was doubting me except for me and Kelly and sometimes I'm all too. I had to believe that it would work out for it to work. So do you believe it'll work out? I'm okay with finding out. This caught me out of blue because Issa is at her office and my nigga walked through the door and I'm like, wait a minute. That's not fake, Lawrence. That's the real motherfucking thing. And I took off. I'm going to be honest with you. When I watched this scene, I had to rewatch it because I was like, at this moment, I knew we were in. I knew we were in. Did you have a chubby boner, Devin? Huh? Did you have a chubby boner? That's none of your damn business. I'd like you to stay out of my personal (laughs) affairs. But I missed this entire next scene because I was celebrating and doing everything possible to give my nigga Lawrence kudos. So we get a tour. Uh, She might have oversold the tour a bit, but my nigga Lawrence did notice that if she does get a kitchen, it better be close to her office. 
because she is always hungry. Talk about how a black man knows his black queen. Hmm? Hmm? I give him that. Right? Uh, Moji likes uh, chicken wings from Chinese. I know that, too. I do. And uh-huh. I like one thing me and Devin have in common, the garlic parmesan. I hate you. From- Talk your shit. Talk your shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I knew you was perfect. Uh, so uh, are you pro against uh, head wraps during coitus? Pro. We just had this conversation five seconds ago. Devin. Right on. I knew that. Uh, so uh, he tells her you, she went from we got y'all to you got your own. <laughs> I I laughed. And I was just like, man, my nigga Lawrence is cool as hell. And uh, she tells him, he asks her if she, she gives this whole speech about she had to look in the know herself and have confidence in herself, not listen to Mirror Issa, whatnot. She just had to know it was okay. And he says, are you okay with us? And she's like, I'm okay with finding out. And they kissed, and I spontaneously combusted at that very moment. Yes, it was. It, 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 and the, I'm, I'm sure the audience did too. Uh, everyone who was Team uh, Lawrence Hive, everyone who was on Team uh, Lawrence and Issa was in game. I'm sure that they all simultaneously clapped. Um, just a, before I get before I get too too deep into that, you know what happened though. I want to like note that when the scene started, well, it started when she called Molly. Is that we do see that Issa did make the right decision to choose herself as far as professionally because we do this we do see that she has her own office space. She has uh, she's making she's made enough moves for the, with the block that she's able to. Um, that she was able, you know, the to, blow to OC, the blow yeah. CC, yeah, blow CC that she was able to be successful with it. So I do like that particular pro- that little subtle progression that we saw because she's because now that she has the office. Look, me, but I'm gonna tell y'all something right now. You always bet on black. <laughs> not well, not you, but um, hey, hey, I support my black women. Mm-hmm. Moji, do I not? Okay, right on. <laughs> yeah, but no, I. Yeah, if you were shipping, if this, if you thought or wanted Lawrence and Issa to be in game or to be together, this was this was definitely, you know, your standout, you know, your standout moment of the episode of the episode. This is you got you got what you wanted. I got everything I needed. Uh, Mo, what'd you get from this uh, this scene? Like, I don't like I feel like I'm coming off like I'm anti Lawrence and Issa because I knew they were going to be endgame. But they just give me anxiety, y'all. Like, right. they give me anxiety. All right, that's enough from her. Shut uh, up. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Go ahead. No, Go it, ahead. Was it was cute. Like, he came through. You right. Now, Moji, if I remember correctly, I believe that you are really anti-Lawrence from the beginning because of how they introduced him with Hater. him being with him being um kind of a deadbeat. Or he was never a deadbeat. He I mean, did not get off the couch for half a season. Well, he was he was go- first off, we can't give Daniel all the cur- uh, not Daniel. What the fuck is this nigga? The light skinned nigga. Uh, yeah, that that see you see how quick he's going from my mind because that nigga <laughs> is inconsequential. But you can't say we can't support him for going through his mental health when Lawrence was told you that he was going through a tough time himself and not give him that. Let's Nathan's be fair, people. Mental health issues are different than 
depression is whoa whoa so we gonna we just gonna shit on depression depressed yes but also get the fuck off the couch because you ain't got a job right now a lot of people get depressed and still gotta go clocking for their nine to five and he did but he gotta work through his shit he eventually did when Issa was basically like i'm about to blow all this shit up she did blow all this shit up she did blow it all up and that's when he found motivation is it or was he already getting his shit together and then he found out that he was with a cheating young lady. And that's what happens when you never get the fuck off the couch. You get cheated on? You do not get cheating cheated on. I am not advocating for cheating. Sounds like it. But if you yourself are going through like an emotionally tough time where you're not available for your partner emotionally and or physically, don't be surprised if after an extended period of time, they're just not there. Let's not let's not forget he was also going on interviews. And wasn't he creating that app for like two seasons? Mm-hmm. But he yeah. was still going on interviews, but people didn't want to hire him at the time. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, he just, y'all just conveniently forget how this king was out here still trying king, to make this king yes, <laughs> a thousand percent. I'm not saying Lawrence wasn't isn't deserving of sympathy for going through what he was going through. Right on. But when you're in a relationship, and I'm not, so Juwan, correct us if we're wrong, but like when you're in a relationship, I feel like that should have been handled a little bit differently. Like he kind of handled it like he was by himself and not like he lived in a 400 square foot apartment with somebody else. I, I do. I, I think in the, in the show, did it on purpose as far as like showing Lawrence and his, his lower self in order to build him up. To, to who he eventually ended up becoming uh, later on in season two, three, and four, and he had to, he also had to progress because I don't think that Issa necessarily herself, while Issa had a job, she was also struggling, you know, with with her the choices that she was making for her life. Uh, I will, I I do love that they did give Lawrence the story that the backstory like hey i was going through a a bit of depression at this time and that's why i wasn't able to give you um more uh give you more of what you needed and i and i like they had the adult conversation about that um I'm just not like I said. I'm more forgiving of what Lawrence was going, what, what Lawrence is going through. But I do understand what you're saying, Moji. Like, hey, at some point, at some point in time, you do have to just book, you know, book up, get off the couch, get you put your ass out there. He eventually, and I think he eventually did. He he um, you know, he pulled himself up by his bootstrap, so to speak. Got the job at Best Buy, and Issa still cheated on him. You know, right. And that was wrong as fuck of Issa. They were both immature, even though they loved each other and were in a relationship. And yet, yet, you say they both weren't, but it seems like Lawrence always gets the the animosity. Because Lawrence is so messy. Uh, I don't don't agree that he's messy. That sounds like ginger favoritism, Moji. Who am I favoriting? Women. We can't call we can't call Lawrence Messi. If we're gonna call Lawrence Messi, then we're gonna have to call we're gonna have to say Molly is messy, Issa is messy. Only person who maybe is not messy is Tiffany and uh and uh Kelly. Uh and that's because we don't necessarily follow them as much as we follow the other two. But but uh when Issa had her whole phase and Molly had her whole phase, it was celebrated. Lawrence goes out 
fucks a couple of white girls or whatever. Mm-hmm, he's tra- mm-hmm. He get he gets called trash. I didn't he even know right. of those white girls he had sex with, but yeah. he brought them up. But, you know, like no, it's, and I can't come up with specifics right now because I didn't rewatch five seasons and take notes. You know, on it, all hey, the dumb hey, shit, I'm gonna let you in on a secret. There, there are no specifics out there. Anyway, don't make me go watch five seasons and he's he's long. perfect. But um, no, like look, they're both messy. And yes, they're both messy, but that no. they, they are that couple that this works for, right? Mm-hmm. Like you hear them old couples be like, "Oh yeah, I chased your father around with a knife," and you're just like, "What?" You know, like it feels like, That's but they're wild. happy and they're in love, and they'll end up being married for like fifty fucking years. Um, but again, personal preference on my part. They they're doing a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's let's go to someone that. who is not doing a lot because Molly has got her shit together, and we go to her getting married. Let's fucking go! Congratulations Juwan. at family. Right, I, so I know. I thought of Juwan. I was like, Molly I can't wait. Gave to all us single bitter bitches out here. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Juwan was happy when I saw this. I thought of you, Juwan. Uh, they also had me going for a second because they show Issa sitting at the table alone. I'm like, don't play with me. Mm. Do not I was play wor- with me. I was worried there for a minute. Yeah. Too. I'm like, do not do it. But my nigga came through with the drinks. And, uh, I rolled my eyes so hard when he showed up behind her. I'm sure you did. It's, you know, you got to get that hate out of your heart, Moji. You got to get that. You can't, you can't <laughs> be great until like, no, you get out like, that hate. This is how you could tell my mind was somewhere else with Lawrence. Because at first I was like, why is he touching her shoulder like that? Like, what, you don't want them to know they fucking? Is that why he's touching her shoulder? Like, I was just somewhere else with that. I was like, you got to be happy for them, girl. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you are hating it heavily. Uh, we go to Molly uh, making me cry when Issa's helping her get out of her wedding dress. Thank you so much for everything, Issa. Of course. There's no way you want to get out that dress by yourself. <sighs> nah, girl. For everything. Just for being you. <laughs> um, for loving me while I was me. And, um, and girl, I don't know where life is going to take us, but I just know that <sighs> as long as you're around, I'm going to be okay. She just thanks her for being a good friend, and I was like, "Damn, that's emotional." They got me a gift. A little tip, a little um inside baseball about that. Um, Issa, that actually Issa, Issa wrote the episode, but that scene, that that particular scene was not in the script. Um, Prentice, um, basically, you know, told uh, Javon to think to thank Issa, to go off script and just thank Issa or whatever. And even though she was going to do it, I don't know if, wait, I might have it wrong, but I think either Princess told her to do that or that uh, Yvonne Orji decided her on her own to change, change the dialogue in that way. But that was real. So when Issa, so when Yvonne Orji or Molly was thinking Issa, 
for being the for being there for her for changing her life for coming to her life for being a good friend or whatever and those and, and that crying that was a that was a real reaction from both of them it it elicited a real act reaction for me because that I, I felt it I really did. I'm not even it bullshitting. Was a great scene. Okay, and right. I think that might be my problem with Lawrence. To me, the love story is Issa and Molly. Right. Not not Issa and Lauren. So all Maybe my and happiness was directed towards the friendship of Molly and Issa. And you know, and I've had to come to terms of with this myself. I have friends who are married, and I I'm like, damn, you still married? Because uh, <laughs> wow, like, you are out here. No, no, because, like, you have your friend for a very long time. Right, right, and right. And that is just your friend. You don't have to share them, you know. But eventually everyone grows up. Everyone gets their own partners. But, like, a close friendship like Issa and Molly has, that's a, that's a love. That's a first love type of thing. So and I like what she said when she leaves. She's like, uh, I got your back, but uh, I'm going to let uh, Torian take it from here. Yeah. That yeah. was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. It was like a passing of the torch. So yeah. again, like her, her, her bitch was the first one who saw her undressed. <laughs> right, right. That is true. That is true. Anything, anything to add to that, Juwan? No, no. I just, like I said, I found it was a, a real sweet scene. Shout out to, um, shout out to that uh, corset and uh, panty set. It looked, it looked gorgeous on her. No, like, and I love the bridal outfits, the bread and the black, um, and then the. Bride and groom being the only ones in like the traditional like you know Molly was in the white but I just love the entire wedding scene. Gorgeous. Wait, was she wearing white? Cause never mind. Yeah, she had on the white wedding dress and then underneath it was like the white corset. Was that? I hope it wasn't white. You are an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been dark brown I, or some I, shit. I like love that. the styling and I love that you know it was a classy wedding. I like that. Right. Now, when you get married, Mo, I'm sure it'll be white. Probably, but I'll probably have a couple of outfits. Oh, okay. So, yours won't be black? No, I probably wouldn't do black, but I'd probably do, like, one traditional wear. One Mo's white. not getting that I'm calling uh, Molly a hoe on the low. Yeah, sperm on her. Yeah, I know. You're fucking five years old. Oh, okay. Right on, right on. I thought uh, you I was like, let me. Elevate. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not talking about real wardrobes. She okay. was four out here. I'm just playing. I'm talking about real wardrobe. Shut up. Oh, okay, right on. So let's drive down memory lane. Uh, we we get the blood out of there. Not on that bouch. Uh, he's with his daughter. Uh, they're taking pictures or something at the pot bents. What is it? The dunes, or so to speak. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Them? Oh my God. That was the dude that was always like the ghetto dude. Yeah. The yep. Yep. Guy. Yeah, yep, yep. or some shit. You said he's Asian. No, he didn't say like a, a letter. Like, what was it that he didn't say? Like, Crips? Like, he didn't say a word because the opposite gang. Yeah, he was a blood. Yeah, so he didn't say like. Bouch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he didn't say C words. Yep, yep, yep. I loved it. I loved it. All right, so we, we, we go to We Got Y'all and My White Boo. I forgot her. Freedom! She's white! I was so happy. I was uh-huh. so happy to see her, even in that brief moment, because, you know, I had been calling to just to to have Frida come back, you know, just as a cam, just as like a quick cameo. So they gave me what I wanted just to have Frida I did, come I back. Did, I did. We did need to see her. That was great. Right. Now, uh, was she, great. 
she had a very short haircut. So, and I was actually trying to look this up, trying to look it up because, so, so I'm going to, someone online said that the actress was, uh, rec- was recovering from, um, from cancer. So oh, I no. can't, but however, I can't actually find, now that I'm looking it up, I can't find, um, um, the actress' name is Lisa Joyce, so I cannot find any article or anything where she has her work that says that she actually, you know, had leukemia or anything like that. So I'm not going to put that on her. Uh, you know, I just hope I just hope that she's is. I just hope that Lisa Joyce, aka Frida, is doing well in her life, and I was excited to see her a brief glimpse of her. Right. Uh, we then go to the Rite Aid and we see a nigga with a Best Buy polo walking out. I love that. That was great. There was also some other things that I, I'm like, are, did, did they focus on those? Because I didn't know what those landmarks were, but if they did, I must have missed them. I, I think they just focused on um, just Inglewood, just uh, down Inglewood in LA, just like little landmarks. I didn't even notice the, the I noticed the guy in the, um, in the Best Buy shirt, but I mean, at first I thought it was um a right aid. I mean, I thought he was like a right aid employee, so I didn't notice on my until my second watch that it was like the guy that it was a Best Buy shirt. Yeah. Um, so can was... I just put this out here in case any of y'all listeners work at Best Buy? Mm-hmm. Can y'all get us t-shirts if you do work at Best Buy? Right. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> I, I the, the the right aid was the panty draws like reference right yes that, that, yes that was the right aid was where uh, Lisa I mean Issa and uh, Lawrence had like that had a little bit of fight when she was when when she was going like you buy panties you gotta sit right 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 <laughs> embarrassing right uh so we she we we go through uh, memory lane and we get uh I get is this their house together it sounded like it. I, well, there. Well, yes, because uh, it wasn't explicitly said on the um episode in the episode, but uh, but they're engaged. Right. Oh. Okay. That, okay. Did they I heard. Like, I heard Jamel say wait, that. I didn't know what she was talking about. Lawrence was living in another state, but now he's back in L.A. Yeah, he moved yeah, back. He moved back. He, yeah. he, he moved back Where is his early baby on his mom's season. living. They should live. They live in, in L.A. They all, live, they all L. live in L.A. Okay. Okay. So now he's got his own place with Issa. Mm-hmm. That, that, I don't know. I just think, what the fuck is the rent on that place? Fucking <laughs> well, Lawrence, it don't matter because nice. Lawrence is Juwan of the uh, of Insecure. Well, he like by season three, even if even he if like campus, yeah, yeah, even if his like life was extra, like you could tell Lawrence still gets to work on the dot. Like he's still putting in time. He's still climbing that ladder in his tech field. So he's making money. Yeah, he's you a love it. Did you love that Issa, uh, when she walks home, she is playing her position lovely and being a wonderful stepmom to that wonderful child named Josh? She is. And, that little boy looked like he did not fuck with Lawrence, the actor. Also, let's reference the woman that's dead to us, Jamel. She would not be in favor of us calling him Jaw, but she's not here. So where is Jaw? Hey, what's his <laughs> government name? What did his mama name this boy? Elijah. 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 <laughs> Call him Elijah. Or Eli. Eli. But no, but, I thought uh, it was a nice, cute scene of like the epilogue, I guess. Right. Uh, so, uh, Jaws' idea to make a cake, and it's her name on top of it. At least that's what it, he tried to make it. It said like Lissa or something. It said 
a backwards ass Z. This is why you can't let kids do shit. Right, right, right. And uh, she's uh, they get some cookie dough ice cream, and they let they get some cake before they go out to dinner, and that was great. Uh, we get a phone call, and it's Molly calling Issa from Greece. Like, dang, she was like, "Fuck your birthday, big. I'm going to uh, what's the, uh, the same thing in Greece? What is it? Of Greece. I was like, bet you you are not in Greece. Damn, she can't be in Greece. That was not. That was a stage. But Rick Ross has a song about that. He said it's lovely. I don't listen to Rick Ross. Sorry. All right. No, well, this relationship clearly isn't going to work. Uh, so uh, she says that Torian has broken her P word. And I was Pussy. grossed out. I said P word. You didn't have to say it. <laughs> All right. So um, that's going to be the end of the podcast. We're out this motherfucker. <laughs> and yes. that's it. Well, a couple of things like Issa was basically saying because uh, Molly uh, talked about how Torian doesn't want doesn't leave her side and you know while they're traveling and stuff like that and like Issa was like is that what I gotta look forward to so that's kind of how we know that every that basically that Issa and Lawrence are forever we can end confidently end the show from that comment knowing that they are together and I do love the little transition out where. Issa was in the mirror and she leaves and it's just, you know, showing us the mirror and we're and um and um and just like just showing us I think just showing us the mirror. I think it could not have ended any more perfect than how I didn't even think about that. That is why they pay you the big bucks. Mm -hmm. It was perfect. This was so like I have not seen a series finale on HBO in the last decade that Mm -hmm. did not have people angry. But what, about, what about the Game of Thrones? Uh, Game of Thrones had people in. I was about to burn all my Funko Pops, but then I realized. Yeah. My Sopranos had the Sopranos had people angry, but in yeah. retrospect, um, spoiler alert for the end of this for the uh, end of this podcast. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh, the um, but the Sopranos had people angry, but but in retrospect, I think it could not have ended. It think it was the best ending. It was a perfect ending of the Sopranos. Um, Game of Thrones didn't Edward okay. had folks angry. Maybe the leftovers didn't have folks angry, but like <laughs> the left, it was that was kind of hit or miss. I I personally love the right. leftovers finale. Right. The leftovers on um, series finale. I think it was, it was beautiful, but I understand how people people kind of was kind of angry about why is it a love story now? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't didn't she end in a boat or something? Or am I misremembering how that ended? Okay, Spo- spoiler alert for the leftovers, uh, people. Uh, no, she um, she she in a um, boat. Where the boat? Oh, she was in that pod thing. That she no, yeah, she got in the pod and the and it was supposedly gonna take her to where everybody left to, and then oh, she came okay. back and it was kind of like that. They didn't show us where she went, but. But she came. But I think it was like years later. She eventually came back, and Kevin and Kevin found her, and he and she told him that she did see everybody, and how it affected her. I didn't believe her. I believed it. Hmm. I might have I to watch it again. I'm about to say I don't remember that happening at all. And it I was such a it. weird finale. It was like a lot happening. So where did but, I get the boat thing from? That was his ex-wife. His ex-wife went and was scuba oh, diving. Oh, uh, and Amy, like, Amy Brenneman. Yeah. Right, because it, it was like a comment about how you can about suicide by scuba diving, and that's and so she went on a boat and and just dropped in the water, and and that was kind of like saying that that's how she committed suicide because to let her air run out. 
Gotcha, gotcha. But you know, back to Insecure. A right, right. What are we here a for? A beautiful <laughs> series. Like, just <laughs> I like. I just completely enjoyed it. I like. I even enjoy. Honestly, like, I enjoyed Issa and Lawrence getting together. I like, know you I'm did. gonna be listening to this pod, and I'm gonna be in a fucking relationship. Like, my name is Issa and Lawrence in five years, and maybe that's why I'm truly angry at them because I see my. <laughs> My mess. You think it's going to take five years for us to get together? That's a long time. I mean, Devin, you got to work harder, baby. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I am genuinely happy because they have grown. They are solid and they are messy. And this was the contrast the show did perfectly with Nathan, which is that you need to get messy in a relationship. And a relationship can never be clean. You're going to yell at each other. You're going to curse each other out. You're going to mm-hmm. have fights, you're going to get jealous, but you have to be able to come back together. And unf- and fortunately, Issa and Lawrence are capable of doing that. A fight, no matter how big or crazy or stupid it is, never breaks them. It right. It's Nathan and her. And uh, that in a stronger relationship. So I like them. Juwan, do we have any feedback? We do have feedback. Listeners, you can leave uh, feedback for the Edit It Out podcast by emailing us at etopod at gmail.com. Again, that is etopod at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail message at 205-304-1655. Again, 205-304-1655. And our first bit of feedback comes in the... um, form of an email so let me pull that up our uh our first bit of feedback comes from brandon what, what up, up brandon so brandon says uh we did we did it joe <laughs> i get that reference so brandon says oh so brandon says what up my nurse going going to beat that out you know we are right okay Be- before i get into insecure quick sports up- update shout out to my hawks but goddamn the nba needs to take a break Half the league seems to be out due to COVID. You know, right? That, Omarion is getting everybody, man. You know, yes, we we we, we staying in the house, man. I can't. Uh, Trey Young fan. There's all right. He's shimmying in Atlanta. Right <laughs> on, in Look, I'm in New York, and half the subway folks are not. Half the subway workers are not working. So it took me two hours to, well, 90 minutes to get to work today, and two hours to get home because like wow. a third of the subway workers are out with Omicron. I don't know. Hey, where's where's your nigga with a car to come scoop you to work? <laughs> In Florida. <laughs> right? Mm. A thousand percent. Also, I got a question. Uh, are you a fan of Trey Young, Mo? How do you feel about him? Trey Young. Who All right, let's that? move on. Because you know, <laughs> <laughs> one of them sports niggas. Like. Yeah, yeah, he looks Asian. Mm. Also, Jamil, <laughs> your Cowboys, my books, the Rams and Packers will make for a very interesting NF- NFC playoffs. Yo, shout out to Jamel's Cowboys. He is ugly. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Don't ever send me on the He got that little Jerry Curl thing going on in his head. Yeah, he got, he got a lot going on. This, he looks like one of those like mixed breeds. Can, you, can we say that? Are you going to edit that out? Like a puppy. Oh, I thought, I, thought mean, like, I thought you were I mean, saying like, he was a zebra. I didn't call him a zebra. I didn't call him a zebra. And this is a perfect example of just because somebody's light skin doesn't mean they're hot. Hey, I, right on. I mean, right Nathan, right? 
Mm, oh Lord. Okay. Good luck if we see y'all again. Jawan, good luck to your tide in the college playoffs. And Devin, uh, at least we got the Braves. <laughs> talk your shit. We world champions around here. Oh yes. Oh, that is an update. Uh, we didn't talk about it on the pod. But good luck to the uh the nigga haters uh this week Friday on New Year's mm-hmm. Eve they play uh Cincinnati New Year's Eve. Wait, that's play. not the team that makes you cry all the time, is it? No, nah, that's not my team. That's Juwan's team. He he loves it. The Jaguars make me cry, but we got a yeah, new uh. Yeah, Jaguars are your team. Yeah, I got I mean, you mean our you mean our 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 team. Your team. Our team. <laughs> you gonna be going to the games? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. So you continue like, hey man, they did it. I had a I had a lot of complaints throughout this season of insecure, but at my core, I'm the sappiest sad ass nigga. And watching Molly and Torian and Molly and Issa have their moments together, I'm happy with the finale. I wasn't the funnest of all the time jumps, but as a show, this was about four best friends. And as a nigga in his thirties, uh, 38, I get it. You you really kick it with your folks on the monumental occasions, birthdays, funerals, pregnancies, etc. As you, as you get older. But I was genuinely happy everyone seemed to be secure in the places in their lives. So much so that when Issa looked in the mirror uh, at the end, there was no mirror bitch, which I pointed out. Again, no, she didn't need mirror bitch anymore. Molly did the work and is happily married. It seems as Tiffany and Derek moved back to Cali, uh, Kelly is married is married and pregnant. Uh, last two, my last two points. When Molly and Issa D were talking alone after the wedding, I knew that Yvonne and Issa having their last moments together on the show. That shit, that shit was touching. It got real dusty. Like David said, he got, he cried too. And I, last, I did. And lastly, I saw a lot of why is Kelly just a fat, funny sidekick talk doing his run, and I understood what people meant. But she's also a writer on the show. I feel like it bothered if it bothered Natasha, she might have said something. But it came to me last night. Kelly was the most secure person on the show. She didn't necessarily need much uh, much growth as everyone else. Um, I absolutely agree. Absolutely. I totally agree with that because, and um, just to kind of cut, he well, he says anyway. This was long as fuck. Appreciate y'all blessing us every week. Thank you very much, Brandon. We appreciate you. Appreciate, yeah, appreciate Thank you, Brandon. That was great Brandon, feedback. Yeah, you can follow him on Twitter at DJ um, DJ Food and Drink uh, on Twitter. Um, yeah. To that point about Kelly, because. This has been a thing since season one with Natasha Rothwell and the Kelly character, where people wanted to make her the avatar for Hollywood's uh, treatment of plus size, of plus size black women. Now, and we in every season, we have to remind people out have to remind the rational people have to remind these people who want to be these quote-unquote woke folks that want to make an issue out of everything that Natasha Rockwell is a writer on the show. Natasha Rockwell writes her own character. Natasha Rockwell has said many times that what she that what you are getting from the Kelly character is how is how she chooses or how she wants Kelly to be. So there's no agenda against you have to understand you and also this is a show created by black people and him by a black woman uh, and him by some of the most thoughtful black people in the industry. You, There's no agenda to marginalize this quote unquote plus size black woman and not give her and not give her any type of any type of storyline. She is a side character for one. And again, this is what the writer of the character 
wants from from their character. And like DJ and like Brandon said, Kelly was the most mature and secure person on that show. So we didn't necessarily need to see her go through. We didn't need to see any messiness from her. Every time we saw Kelly, she was funny. But yeah, she was funny and she was the comic relief. But she was the comic relief because she had her shit together. You know, and she did not. So she didn't have to go Talk through all this. Dra- she didn't have to go through all this drama. So, and also Natasha Rothwell said to leave her out of these big girl conversations. She's not here for it. So you know yeah. what? Um, it reminded me of this whole, you know, the internet running away with making someone a victim that isn't necessarily a victim. Zendaya, when she came out with that show, um, with the movie Euphoria. with Denzel Washington's oh, son. Huh? Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, yeah. And how people just were like taking away all of her agency and being like, wow, he's too old or she's too young and she wouldn't like, yeah, she literally produced that show or movie or whatever. Like she was so involved in it. But people took this idea of what they thought fit and just ran away with it the same way they they did with Kelly and the same way they did with the actress. Um, who played her, Natasha, which is basically like, oh, she's a big woman and she's not getting, and it's like, none of that was happening. It's like, just a runaway conversation that sounds good and looks right. good. And if you don't investigate it too much, you know, it looks the part, but that is not what was happening at all. Right. So, yeah, I just kind of like hated that they made this character and this and, and this actress, the avatar for, um, you know, for people's own, and I feel people's own insecurities. Like, well, this is how Hollywood treats big women. Like, no, you you making this shit up because this actress has said many times, leave her out of that, leave her out of that narrative. But they refuse to do it. I do want to point out, uh, say uh, just one more thing about that. Um, I know there was a tweet. Uh, that Natasha Rothwell, no, it's an article that Natasha Rothwell herself um, tweeted um, that she is working on a. Um, I don't know if it's a sitcom or what or what it was described as, but I know it's going to be a. She is working on a show right now, um, that is going that she's going to start in where she is the main character. Uh, I don't know I'm, if it was like I'm here a, for that. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know if it's going to be on ABC. I know she has a deal with ABC, but I'm not sure if this is going to be another HBO show or whatever. I hope it's HBO because I would like to see a little bit more uh, freedom. Yeah. yeah, a little bit more of adult freedom within what she can do. But I know that um, I'm looking forward to that. But again, I just hope that people can if 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 and when this does come out, hopefully this will silence the people that are using her as an avatar uh, for um, yes. Hollywood's treatment. So I get off my soapbox on that. Uh, mm-hmm. Our second bit of feedback. I'm sorry, Devin, wait a minute. Devin, did you have anything you want to add about that, though? Uh, I got nothing. You uh, okay. said everything perfectly. Thank you. Okay, our second bit of feedback comes from uh, Charlene. Hey, boo. So Charlene says, "Hey, y'all. Every other time I want to leave feedback, I get distracted and I'm in a whole, uh, I'm a whole episode late with my feedback. It's fine, it's fine. Um, you can, like I said, you can leave feedback at any time about anything. We will always, uh, we always leave it in." She says, "Well, I'm here and on time. Satisfied. Okay." So I was very happy with the ending. I appreciated Nathan being grown about his feelings of embarrassment at the top of the show. It showed the insecurities between Issa and Nathan and how healthy communication can be difficult. The birthday time jump. Wait a minute. I agree with you, Charlene. Yes, it was. It it, it did show that 
Uh, I think how me and Devin um, kind of felt it was he it was kind of avoiding steel on his part. I do like that he was able to recognize that within himself. He, he wasn't Lawrence. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I was happy he was able to recognize this himself. I feel that he could have still had had more of a conversation about it, or at least not waited a whole few months before at least talking to Issa. You know, but it, it was good to have closure. Um, the birthday time chumps were an excellent, excellent choice. I believe from Elijah, aka Jaws, birth to the end, it was three or four years. I think it was two years in the episode, though. Uh, that made me really like the ending since the child was no longer an infant. Good point. Y'all, they killed I don't know why my- that's funny to me. She's like, <laughs> he's not a baby anymore. <laughs> Y'all, they killed Mama. I didn't need that after M- after MCU. Spo- we know what you're talking about. <laughs> Got to give your. Oh yeah, I just caught Got- that. Yeah, holy crap. Uh, Bojo, have you seen? Did you see, see Spider Man? No, I haven't seen the last two Spider Mans. Okay, so you. What you the think- hell is going on? I don't know. No one yeah. has been bullying me to watch it. Mm-hmm. And they come out with a new Spider-Man now, like, every year and a half. Before, it was, like, three years. So, you, I, I had time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to get yeah, on it. We're going to have to remedy that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she continues on. So, I... So... Wait a minute. Sorry. Got to give Yvonne her props for for um, for that devastated will. Uh, well. So, I thought Kelly and her boo was going to be engaged, not pregnant. Poor Tiffany was so overjoyed and talking about being there for Kelly from uh, from Denver. I thought she was divorced by the end until I saw the baby bump. I love the reconciliation with Nasford. I thought they were going to make it work for a minute, but then I noticed it was in, it was the middle of the episode. The Issa and Lawrence birthday calls were very realistic. Also, Narcia was cute, but from jump, he seemed boring. Narcia was the um, dark-skinned dude, Devin. Fake, fake Lawrence. <laughs> fake Daniel. Love, love that Kelly came over to the Negro Leagues with Molly. <laughs> Molly looked amazing. Molly looked amazing in that wedding dress, though for several reasons, several reasons, a red wedding, no Game of Thrones in summer seemed odd for Molly as a character. Emerald or teal or rural purple seems more her style. What mm. y'all got against the white wedding dress? The traditional white wedding dress. No, Molly had on a white wedding dress. Her bridesmaid had on red well, she's, dresses. Well, she's feeling that Molly should have wore like a different color as well. Yeah, because she said she doesn't feel the. That was oh, not her style. True. Yeah, like a, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I like how they brought Lawrence back into the light. This seemed healthy and well thought out instead of rushed and solely emotional. I thought they were setting up a proposal ending with little jaw and where and where's a knife to cut the cake line. Glad that didn't happen because because it just would have been a little cliche. Well, again, they were engaged. They didn't show it, but in the in they but Issa and uh, Lawrence were were actually already engaged. Um I was originally hoping that Issa chose herself, but I'm happy they got it together like adults. Overall, you're right. We needed what we needed Lawrence and her together. We did need that. <laughs> Overall, very pleased. I watched the last season documentary and it made the ending even better to me. Issa Rae really did something amazing. I didn't gotta watch. I didn't get a chance to watch that, so I got to watch the documentary about it. Um, so I, I also Issa, though, a black woman doing it. it was- 
What? What? Wait, the documentary show. There's a there's a no. There's an actual documentary about Insecure on HBO Max. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Oh, I didn't know. Thank you for mentioning Charlotte. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Me too. She also continues. I also think they really. I also think they really don't fuck with Amanda Seals from how she was shown in the doc. Nothing negative, but she did not get the same emotional send off the other four did. I've been hearing rumblings of Amanda Seals is kind of like a. Well, let me finish with feedback. Issa D rolling through Inglewood was the best. Um, thank you, Charlotte. Thank you very much for leaving that. We appreciate you. Thank you, Thanks, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I've I, I've had been hearing speculation on uh, speculation online about them not about them not fucking with Amanda Seals, but and Amanda Seals herself uh, is a weird, is kind of a weird bird, you know. So maybe she comes so. Off as a weird bird. Yeah. So uh, maybe. Deb, you have anything to add? I got nothing. Okay. Oh, and so I, I loved all of Amanda Seals and her character's dresses, like. I want to be her where, like, I can just go to brunch in a dress like I'm going to a wedding, but people always stare at me like I'm weird, so <laughs> I, I did enjoy that part of her character. Mm-hmm. We got, it's two voicemails, but it's both from, are from um, China, so here it goes. Hey, y'all. It's China. Excuse my voice. I'm bronchitis. Anyway. Um, so to get back to the feedback, to get to the feedback. Um, all right. So last night after some, I met Enjoy. Um, I was disappointed that we didn't get to see fucking, what's his name? I'm calling him Gangster Dude, because I can get his name. I know we got to see him, I guess, saying pictures of his daughter, but I wasn't here to take a talk. Anyways, all right, that's it. Devin and me was fucking right, so yay for that. Devin, oh. Yo, shit, player. Alright, Devin might have been on the translucent monkey train for a minute, but he didn't came back. And, you know, I personally forgive him and love him. And me and Devin are like boos now. I don't care who cares. Or doesn't want to be my boo, but damn it, Devin, I love him. I claimed it. Um, Juan, you're trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't my laugh because it sounds horrible. I do love you, but you are fucking trash. Jamel, you are a lovely, lovely lady. Yeah, I'm so happy, girl. Um, okay, so let's see what happened. Um, I am so happy for Molly. I'm a fucking guy. Molly and Tori get a I'm not mad about her and Lauren either. I'm not going to lie for a while. I thought she was going to have Lauren. And granted, I'm no fan of Lauren. But 
the way she treated him, the way she cheated on him, Okay, so she got cut off on that first voicemail. Uh, she left another one, but uh, why the fuck am I trash? I mean, it's we. I, I mean, was Juwan, ask what you did. I mean, he's been he's been shitting on Molly all 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 season. What? He's been tell he's been telling us that Kelly's dead all season, and that she's a ghost. <laughs> she was a ghost. She's a ghost. I, I and he's just a bougie Negro. He is I mean, a bougie Negro. So, I mean, also, I'd like to tell China that I love you. I will always love you. We are the perfect match. Excuse me, Moji, sorry. And that I will say that you are the Andrew Garfield of voicemail leavers, okay? You are amazing, okay? You are not lame. If you've seen Spider-Man, you'd get that reference, Moji, but you hate me. How the fuck am I trash, though? (laughs) I mean... As much shit that Devin <laughs> says on these shows, as much, as much shit as y'all don't hear, I'm trash. It seems like you're not Team Lawrence. Like- I am Team Lawrence. I just gave Nathan a little bit of credit. That's <laughs> so, look, Nathan is Team Lawrence. Nathan deserves credit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I told Mo. Get that hate out your heart, son. Okay. Let me, so she left So she uh, left a follow-up voicemail, so let me go ahead and play that real quick. And we can wrap up. Uh, my bad. I got cut off. So, um, hold on a second. Oh, yeah, Nathan bad. At the first sight of trouble, this nigga runs this whiny ass off. Like, he always got something. You, you love to be in the middle of some shit. But then once the shit really gets started, oh, now you want to catch feelings and, and be upset and all this extra shit. Be a fucking man. Stop being a bitch. That is Nathaniel in one word. Talk your shit. So fuck him. I'm glad he's gone. Um, let's see. Who else? I'm glad that decided to keep the natural and stay in L.A. and work with Crenshaw. I also want to go back to when um I was saying that she should have contacted him earlier. And I know that um, Juwan had a little bit of pushback on that. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that she could have said anything to actually help the situation, per se, because he felt how he felt. He was wrong. I totally believe he was wrong. I don't like the way he came at her and like the way he kept coming at her. But at the end of the day, she has a business. And when you're dealing with people and you have a business, I feel like, personally, I feel like you have a responsibility to try to bear the situation if you can now, if you can't, you just can't. But at least you tried. And I felt like it was, the way that she went about it was a little bit, it was just, it wasn't right to me. However, um, I'm glad they're on the same page. She's working for him. She does not work for the white man. It didn't change her hair and all that shit before. So, Ashley has had the evolution of the right to see her. Damn, it was painful watching her. I'm about to be on my way to work, so, um, what else? 
You got competition out here. I'm still wondering. I'm why fine with that. Him, right on. Charlie's gonna have a private conversation. <laughs> so, so yeah, so yeah, it wasn't that um about the Crenshaw thing. I I don't. Ultimately, I'm glad that she. I'm not necessarily happy that she's working for or working with with Crenshaw, but I'm happy that her venture is successful, and at least that was maybe the jump off point for her um making the block where it is that we see at the end of the that we see at the end of the series. So I'm glad that she's successful with that. Um but I don't think but I do think that um she could have still did the same thing with MB with MBW. With, with MBW. So I so either way it was a good decision for her. And they could have wrote it either way. Um but yeah. Uh Nathan uh, and and see, I'm trash, but if you when you listen to this channel, you're gonna find out. I also called Nathan a bitch ass nigga <laughs> in the beginning about how he treat about how he uh, treated. Ethan. But I guess I just was never that emotionally invested in Nathan because I kind of knew it was never gonna work. So I just took him as a, a side dude. We just want him gone. That's right. But uh, thank you, but uh, thank you again, China, for um, leave, for uh, leaving us feedback and leaving us a voicemail and stuff. Me and you are gonna talk later about why I'm why I'm trash. But I, I love, love you. you. I love you too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you all the things that Devin says that I have to cut out of the episode. So like I always get way too like comfortable with y'all, and then I'm like, oh shit, this is going out into the internet. Like fuck. Um, <laughs> But have fun with editing. I'm so happy I don't have to edit. Mm-hmm. Right, especially me. You don't have to say. It. You don't have to edit me at all. Oh my god, because normally you guys come on. That's a two, three hour podcast, and I'm just like, oh. But uh, thank you very much for uh, for, for um, listening uh, to this. We hope you enjoyed our insecure coverage. Um, we are going to um, Nick. We are going to take a break. Um, next week, but you actually won't notice it because I am going to be because we're our next show that we're going to cover on the podcast is going to be HBO's Euphoria, which starts on January 9th in the Insecure Time Slot. Hey, stop! You're endeavoring to covering it. You're covering uh, Euphoria. Yes. Out of <clears throat> your league. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. But we are going to be covering HBO's Euphoria uh, starting on January 9th. I will, but we we will take a break from live from the live podcast. But I will be releasing a preview episode from our pre for our previous coverage of Euphoria that we did on a different on a different network. So I'm going to be re-releasing that episode, uh, so you can hear that while uh, we are retooling. Um, so. So, uh, so we hope to hear. So we hope that you join us uh, for that coverage because it's gonna be that. Cause that show is fucking wild, man. That show is, is something else. So, so, uh, so go ahead. And, so, if you want to listen to our coverage, go ahead and catch up with that. It's on HBO Max right now. And um, so we hope that hope that you stick with us for year round. Oh, and speaking of, I did put a poll 
on our spot on Spotify to um, ask about like will and will you be joining us for season two of, of Euphoria season two of our podcast for Euphoria and we got a hundred percent yes that they will be I didn't joining. Know you could do polls on Spotify. Yep, you can do. Uh, you could if you with Anchor. If you do it, if you have, if you host by Anchor, you can do it through that. So yes, yeah, so we, so 100 of our listeners will be joining us for for season two of the Edited Out podcast for Euphoria. So thank you very much, and we will talk. We will look forward to talking to you um, then. Oh, I do also want to give a shout uh, a shout out as well to Brandon, uh, aka DJ Food and Drink. Uh, who left feedback a little earlier? He gave us a five star uh, rating on talk on, your shit on um on um Spotify as well because you can because you can um rate um the um show on Spotify now and if you also so we encourage you listeners to uh, leave us a five star rating on on Spotify and also our Apple listeners please also uh, rate our show as well and leave us a little review if you will we are looking uh, forward to that so we we see you out here so you know give us so take a little time to get on our uh our feeds and leave us a rating and leave us a review we really right. much appreciate that y'all want to see jamel's feet don't y'all <laughs> yeah jamel said that she will show feet mm-hmm. if we get mm-hmm. when we start getting five star reviews so mm-hmm. okay i'll leave a five star review tonight talk yes that's why i love you too <laughs> thank you so um so we're going to go ahead and close this out. So Wait, wait, hope- I want to say thank you. Let me say oh, fucking okay, thank yes. you to y'all. Thanks for having me on. Well, <laughs> well I'll I'll be back. Getting, I was getting to that, but thank you. But thank I was you, um, about to close, but I did just want to say thank you for having me on. You guys, well, I did. I did have to beg Juwan to have you on here, so I fought well, for you. Yeah, you did not have to beg anything. I um, just had to, I had to fight hard. I was like, who are we going to replace that woman that I shall not name who's dead to be? And I knew it had to be you. And Jawan was like, uh. now I feel like you called like ten other people before me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. we no. Thank you for coming in in the clutch to help you boy to help your boys out. You know, with this, we're definitely gonna have you on again on a regular episode. I don't know if you watch Euphoria or anything like that. I saw season one. It's just okay. shows like that. I just always assume they will end at one season, like Stranger Things. Like that's on its fourth season. I'm like, why? Yeah. Right. Uh yeah, it was it was good. It was definitely one of a like one of its kind. Well, not necessarily because you know we had skins coming out of the UK and stuff. So, but uh, I think actually, and you know, and this this is also Euphoria is also a remake of a Israeli show of the same name. I think so. Yeah, so not necessarily one of a kind, but it was definitely a wild show. Um, so we're looking forward to that. So we'll bring you on um on one of the episodes for that so uh moji tell people where they can find where they can find you on the internet and find your podcast uh they can find me literally anywhere podcasts are available like spotify apple Podcasts, stitcher like just go on google thing is axe.com still a thing i don't know (laughs) (laughs) you want some of the name of it tv movie mistress um i basically cover i review recap television shows so every literally every genre of television but my main jams are like historical fantasy so american television and international television definitely throw in some music reviews especially k-pop but yeah and these two lovely gentlemen, i love k-pop I, anyway these two lovely gentlemen have been on who's your bias Devin? exactly um <laughs> these two lovely uh, gentlemen BTS. have been on the show so you know if you enjoy their company also come check it out but you know yeah 
TV movie what's, mistress. What's that group with like 36 members? I think it's called 17. <laughs> That's the group? There's one group with 17 members called 17. And then there's like a mega group called Super M with like, I don't know, a lot of people. Right. He's That's being facetious because he's thinking about because he's talking about BTS. And it's like, oh, it's, well, it's they have seven and he knows better. I will literally, BTS is, you know, that's a hard line, Devin. You've seen me unfriend folks on Facebook. I, on. Love, I love BTS. Exactly. Uh, I know you love BTS. That's the only option. Right. The one nigga <laughs> that looks like Peter and the other nigga that looks like Peter. Aw, Peter. Anyway. And all the other niggas that look like Peter in that group. You're racist. What? It's not even the same type of Asian. It's really not. They're not Laotian? No. But yeah, um, check out my K-pop podcast. don't stand for <laughs> L? For, for the L? No. You can um find me and Moji on TV Movie Mistress, uh, where we are going to be covering the what is it, sixth season of Outlander? I think that's in Mar- yeah. is that March. Is it March? Comes back March sixth. Um yeah. Like six episodes. Six. I get out of here. No, it's like ten. Get out of here. Are you sure? I just wanted to say, say this, this is gonna be the shortest season. Open your bad magic here. It's not a shorter season. Season. We're gonna have to confirm that because I could have sworn they said it was gonna be like six episodes. No, the fandom would have rioted. It's back for a full season, but it's gonna if be you, back on. You just noticed Jawan is not loyal to the brand, clearly. <laughs> that's our that's our show. We we love that white man. So but well, we also podcasted um a very problematic movie recently, but it was a great movie. What was it? With and it had Daniel Kaluuya in Anyway. No, I think you think about another British person. You talking about how they follow? Huh? Are you talking about the harder they fall? No, before that. Oh, you saw, oh, 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 Judas and the Black Messiah. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So you can hear our coverage. Y'all watch that whole movie? Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we did. Movie. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. But you can hear that on the TV movie Mistress Feed, uh, and go out and check out and check out Moji uh, on there. Did you get your Twitter? I did not. You see, I'm terrible at advertising myself. <laughs> um, you guys can follow me. My personal Twitter is bookdreamer01. Um, yeah, and I'm on Twitter all the time yelling, so it's fine. Are your are your are your DMs open? My DMs are open, but I don't check it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have nudes in there, you don't know if how, I how they're going. I am not that person at all. Cause guess what? I was born in the 1980s, and I know better than to just have pictures out there on the internet. No, no, not your nudes. I'm saying are dudes sending you nudes? No, actually, oddly enough, I have never gotten news from a dude, and that is not a challenge, fellas. Right. Her DMs are not are open, but not open. I will send them to your mama if I don't like them. Put it that way. Right. Wow. She will. She will dick shame you. <laughs> all right so uh Devin, move your camera down and tell them where you can find you on the internet please you can find me not following the other member of this podcast because she's dead to us but you can find me at Devin lamar with two r's talk about it look at that right. i remember that look at your slogan uh-huh right. and while jamil is on vacation who, who? You, <laughs> you can uh, you can find jamil on you can find Jamil on Twitter uh, at uh, Jamil. Does, don't at spell Jamil. it. She doesn't deserve that tonight. <laughs> you can find her on Twitter at Jamil My Bell. That is J A M E L L E M Y B E L L E. If you're gonna find want to find her anywhere else online, it's none of your business.
<laughs> no, I, you know what? I still kind of liked the way you spelled it, so I'm here for that. <laughs> and you can find me. Oh God. On the Quiet Storm. <laughs> on, on Twitter at JTD. That is J A Y T E E D E E. And also on TikTok at Chef JTD. This is my real speaking voice. I just go up. I just go up podcasting. <laughs> But again, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we appreciate you for listening, sticking through us, pushing us up in the charts and everything. And we will holler at you next year, which is next yep. week. Um, when for season two of the Edited Out podcast, where we will again be covering um, the HBO um, show produced by Zendaya, Euphoria. Peace. Bye, guys. Farewell. He's on his way. Med's coming separately. She had to go to the doctor. Switch birth control. Did you talk to Mink again? It's Carlo. He's gonna testify. doing a scan and coffee and placing English phone calls. You may not realize it, but you are making contacts. It's an entry-level job. So fuck up. Right. Focus on the good times. Don't be sarcastic. Isn't that what you said one time? Try and remember the times that were good? I did? Yeah. Well, it's true, I guess.
Champ for the table. <laughs> 